degrees. Hitland, Annapolis Center, do you have any test operations restricted area 2508? Aries 31, Roger. Traffic is quite luminous and is exhibiting some non-ballistic motion, over. Roger, Aries 31, continue to send at your discretion, over. Okay, Center. The traffic is approaching head-on, ultra bright, and really moving. They're right by us, right now. There are a thousand UFO sightings reported around the world every month. 90% of these sightings can be explained, but 10% cannot. Officially and unofficially, the U.S. military has been investigating UFOs since 1947. Their top secret goal is to find out what's behind these unexplained sightings. The Pentagon classifies them as unusual airborne anomalies, but a better term is X-Files. Join us now as Mac Wanwan and Commander Cobra explore these unsolved cases, UFO incidents that baffle even the U.S. military. This is Mac Maloney's Military X-Files. And now, here's Mac Maloney. Well, good evening, everyone, and welcome to Mac Maloney's Military X-Files show here on the Distant Thunder Radio Network. This is Mac Maloney. Well, what a show we have for you tonight. But first, let me introduce the members of the posse. Yes, girls, he's here. Two weeks in a row, he's here. Two... He's Sorry. here two weeks in a row. He's here two weeks in a row. I'm starting a new record. Hello, girls. Hello, Mac. Well, I didn't, I didn't introduce you yet. Anywhere. All right. He's uh, get, get all your stuff, your Kleenex, your wipes, your squeegee. He's here. One, one. How I'm are here. you? You okay? I'm here, and I couldn't be happier. Really? Huh? Why? Yeah. What I think I am. Am I offering discounts on, on wipes and uh, sure. squeegees? They go, yeah. I think I should brand my own. Uh, it's if you think promo you are, code one one. Think, right, promo code one one. Right, QR codes are the way to go. Which now. wipes are you offering them on? Do you, do you have the brand name? Extra large. They're special wipes. They're lubricated wipes too. <laughs> the hemorrhoid ones? Don't flush them. Don't flush them. Uh, I wouldn't use them in that area. Really? Okay. Good to know. You can use them everywhere. They're they're like a miracle. <laughs> If you, you want, that's true. I, you know, just just as an aside, uh, mm-hmm. they are handy. That's why they call them yeah. handy wipes. They are handy. Just don't flush them. Don't flush them. Right, don't flush them. Don't it says flush right them. on the package. So, so what do you do with them? Uh, Put them in a bag, like a dog. You throw them in the dumpster. They're reusable. You throw them in the dumpster. You make sure you don't throw your wallet in the dumpster at the same time and go in after it, and then right. say, "I can't get out of the dumpster." Right. And then the dumpster gets picked up by somebody. Right. And you could end up in the compactor. Did you see that today on the news? I saw it. I it read just happened it. today. Yeah. I mean, it was like I heard it on WEI this like, morning. How do you get in there? How'd she get in there? And then the fireman had to come and lift her off the top. I think she was sleeping in the dumpster. That's I think she I was thought. homeless. And then the, the trash so? camp, Trump, Trump, no, trash going after her wallet. She said. I think she was homeless and sleeping in there. Okay. All right. And then he picked up the thing and dumped it in, and he has a camera. On the top of the truck that shows the stuff being dumped her. in, and he saw her right. fly in, right. and he called the uh, he called the cops in the fire department. High jinks in Massachusetts, as it turns out. Manchester, Manchester, New Hampshire. Viral. Yeah, I, why wouldn't it? So anyway, we're talking to uh, one one. Thank you, one one, for joining us. How many? How, when's the last time you had fish and chips? Um, it's been a while. I've had actually had I've eaten chips a lot. There's this place near me that the chips are fantastic. But yeah, the takeout place, right? The, yeah, takeout chips. Mm-hmm. They deep fry them right there to order. They're not like sitting around the counter somewhere for yeah, a couple yeah, hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Deep fried. Fantastic. They're better than any fish and chip shop I've ever been to. Deep fried 
French fries. I mean, uh, they don't, well, uh, they're, they're thick. They're, they tend to be thicker. Okay, all right, and bigger. Okay. okay, that's good. Yeah, they're not like French fries. They're really thicker and bigger. Yeah, they're so, like yeah. steak fries. Steak fries. Yeah, really. Yeah, yeah that's it. Uh, speaking they're quite of, hefty, and uh, you know, <laughs> if you're watching your carbs, you probably don't want to eat it. Only well, eat a couple. I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go. El Coco night, saving the world. But speaking of hefty, our national correspondent, Switchblade Steve Ward. <laughs> Is down there in Hubcap, West Virginia. How you doing there, Switchy? Switchy. It's great to be here, even though I'm not absolutely sure that I am here. Right. <laughs> You're here, but not here. Right? Like Einstein used to say. All right. An existential he's moment here? He's an exit, whatever that word means. You know, I, I mean, I went through nine years of college, it seems. I don't know what the word existential. Existential? What's it mean? Like out of this world? Out of this world. I think. I don't, I don't know. know. I thought it was about. I this didn't world. go to college, so okay. I. Well, see, we're even. <laughs> uh, that voice you hear well, is your phone. X is from the Latin meaning out. X. Yeah, ex-wife. Yep. Um, and from and there, there, I don't know. Treatment so it's out something. The um, the voice you hear is uh, your phone mechanic, Al Ronaldo, stepping all over clubs. Intro. But oh. <laughs> Sorry, I'm 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 sorry. Okay, club mad at you. Well, you can't get to take the kid out of the country, you know. Uh, Switchy, everything okay with you? We asked you. Everything is beyond wonderful. Okay. All right. Do you have some kind of breakfast we can talk about later on? Yes, I did. Something that's going to fascinate us? Well, it, it'll be much better than, uh, say, a V8 or, or a uh, Insure, okay. uh, but maybe not as good as uh, <laughs> sure. chicken fried steak or whatever. Okay. All right. Somewhere in the middle. Uh, yeah. Also with us is our security chief, Willie Club, WC. How you doing? Good. I don't mind being stepped on, you know. Do you? Really? I, you know, we step on Switchy a lot, so uh-huh. you might as well go out and take a shot at me once in a while. You know? Okay. All right. If you guys want to. I'm doing great. I'm glad you asked. Okay. Well, you All know, right. I thought there was a footprint on his forehead, but it's just a smudge on my screen. Wow. <laughs> see, you know, he can't see stuff. A diatribe directed at some of the key members here a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're hoping that, you know, he's. Taking his laxative tonight and get everything squared it's away. But code yeah. for a martini. Yep. Okay. Yeah. We t- us too. We feel that way too. Yeah. Uh, he looks pretty good. He does look okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. There's something there. I don't know what it is. There's something lurking behind there that you know someday he's going to tell us what's up. I mean that's just my my guess on things. Uh, anyway, let's change the subject. Go up to our favorite good witch up there in Sideways New York. Raven is with us. Raven, how are you, honey? Raven. Hello, my friends. Thank you so much for having me. It's great to be here. I I did look up uh, the definition of existential just in case anyone was wondering, and oh. it is per the Google machine yes. relating to existence, which is why the phrase existential dread is often uh, uh-huh. in my vocabulary. But doesn't everything relate to our exi- uh, to existence? Well, now we're getting philosophical, oh, and I oh, really? need yeah. um, reefer for that. I skipped not that. Beer. <laughs> I skipped that class too. Yeah, I'll tell you. Once when I was in film school, once film school, I went to film school, and I had to make a film as my final project. You know, and it's just like some stupid student film. It's it's so effed up you wouldn't believe it. So it was really good. Yeah, and we're sitting in this big table conference room, and, and the and the teachers look and they go, "Wow, Mister." Very existential. And I go, really? <laughs> and they give me an A. That means I'm going, they didn't even watch it. Yeah, huh? You know? They, and I they just, were just like, oh, okay, yeah, we'll yeah. just slap this on there because it sounds good. What it was is this guy, like, walking. It was just this guy walking. 
and he's uh, at at the t- at the time the, in Danvers, Massachusetts. Route ninety five was they, remember they they built it in the wrong place and it was empty for years, right? Yep. So you could walk right down the highway and it looked weird. So he's walking and then he goes to the Plum Island Basin and what happens is the tide goes in and out of there so quickly. We did a time lapse. He gets in a boat, but the tide goes out before he can start rowing. That was it, and that was ex- 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 existential. And I got an that A. Is existential. I got so, an A. So was your teacher smoking reefer? Uh, of course. Wow, Raven, I, you know, I didn't even think to when she, when she was here over the weekend. Yes, yes, Raven was here. Let me just tell everyone, you know, Raven was here yeah, this weekend. Us. Her and Lonely Larry, and we all uh, gathered at the um, Stabbed Galley at noon on Saturday, and um, had a good time. We had fun, you know, good food, and we were drinking and more or less. And um, right, Raven. Yeah, Did no, you, it was fun. I cool. had such a good time. Mm-hmm. You finally got to see. So the you just flights. took a, You just hopped in the car and drove down to Newburyport. Now tell them what you did. Yeah, so we ended up going uh, Friday night. Left uh, sideways New York for Newber- uh, Portsmouth, Portsmouth. Um, yeah, for right. a concert. We saw a jazz musician at this really great uh, restaurant and jazz club. And we were just like hanging out, whatever, like Saturday morning, we went up to Maine, um, hit um, like the beach up there and beaches in the winter are so pretty. Like, I just love the winter so much. Um, We got breakfast up there and yeah. And then we met up with Mac and Lois and Al and yeah, we had some drinks and I had a nice cup of coffee and it was great. Uh Met um, the mysterious, the mysterious Ashley G's father, which is Dave's brother. Who runs the place during the day, and um, got some. The food is good. It was good. It turned out to be really good. You know, it's a nice day. Good time. But see, Excellent. Go now here goes Al. <laughs> go ahead. I messed up. I could have brought you something in a, ba- in a bag. You know, I just I never even it never even dawned on me. You didn't bring your honey. Yeah, I, I, I was oh, going to bring you some. Oh well, I took care of that, Al. As it turns out. <laughs> Right? Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I, guess, say, I'm like, I think I got something. Yeah, bad. Oh, because I, I could have, uh, I never even thought of it. What do you think was in the box I gave her? I, oh, I, <laughs> I, all I wow, saw wow. was a, a book and some coasters and ketchup, Al. Will you? <laughs> anyway. The box was full of coasters and ketchup. <laughs> yeah okay oh it fun. was very fun i wish i could have spent a few more days up there yeah. so maybe time. maybe in the fall because i really love to go up there in the fall and then the name Isn't of the, place? the new england the northern new england east coast i think the northern new england coast mm. maine new hampshire massachusetts i think is uh marvelous this is marvelous. most beautiful area there's only yeah. 11 miles of the of new hampshire coast if you can believe it but there's right. like about eleven thousand miles coast. of maine coast yeah, yeah. yeah. You go up yeah. the coast of Maine, and, and it's like you come upon all these um, little towns and villages like in Murdisha Road or whatever, but there's like hundreds, <laughs> yes. there's hundreds of them, you know, and all these like little harbors and, and stuff, and it's amazing. Really, up up there is really amazing, you know. Um, so anyway, so tonight what we're going to do is we're going to um, have our good friends on Kim and Sarah Shea are going to be calling in from Edmonton, Canada. And they're going to be talking to us about the five weirdest stories uh, on YouTube um, in the past month. Um, Kim sends me these stories that are like crazy. You know, airplanes have taken off and they land five years later and no one knows why. And, you know, really nutty stuff like that. He's going to be telling us about that kind of stuff, he and Sarah. And then at um, 7 o'clock, our good friend 
Stephanie McNew is going to be joining us, and she's the person who is uh, in charge of the Highly Spirited Podcast. And what she does, and I couldn't get a hold of her today, but last time she was on, uh, she suggested a cocktail, and we made it right here in the studio and got stopped by the cops on the way back to Newport. But, um, so she, she has a drink for every occasion having to do with ghosts. All right, So she's going to be joining us, and who knows what else. So why don't we do this? Why don't we take a commercial breakdown? And we'll be right back after this. You're listening to Macaloney's Milk Trucks, our show here on the Distant Thunder Radio Network. Please stay tuned. Hey, Mac Maloney fans, this is Pistol Pete, and I'm sitting here with the one and only Mac Maloney. Hi, Mac. Hi, Pete. Now, Mac, you've got a new book out called How to Dump a Body at Sea and Not Get Caught that you wrote with our pal, famous crime novelist, Mark Zapula. How did this whole thing come about? Well, Mark and I have this uh, mutual friend that we would go out uh, having beers with every once in a while, and he had the same 20 stories that he would tell us kind of over and over again. And at some point I said, you know, we should write these down. And we did, and it turned into a book. It's such a crazy title. How'd you come up with it? Well, kind of the same thing. We're in the bar talking to this uh, friend of ours one night, and he just said, you know how to get rid of a body at sea and not get caught. And, of course, we didn't know. And so uh, he told us. And uh, the secret is in the book, but I can say that it involves a lot of chain link fence and some crabs. Now, Mac, you gave me an advanced copy of the book. And like I said before, it's one of the funniest things I've ever read. It reminded me of The Sopranos if The Sopranos had a laugh track. Thanks, Pete. But it also gives you instructions on how to do some pretty shady stuff, stuff not exactly legal. Well, yeah, the book is about the true life adventures of a juvenile delinquent growing up in Boston in the late 1980s. So you get a lot of the inside stuff like the best way to steal a car, the best way to burn a car, how to make fake IDs, things like that. But in one chapter, you actually tell people how to turn an old broken down Toyota into a brand new Rolls Royce in five easy steps, and it actually works. Uh, Yeah, I know it sounds crazy. I didn't believe it until I saw the proof, but yes, it actually works. Now, one last question. There's a lot of laughs in the book, but also a lot of pretty crazy stuff, legal and illegal. Is it really all true? It's really all true, but um, on the advice of a publisher, they've asked us not to say anything beyond that for legal reasons. But yes, it is all true. Well, thanks, Mac. That's How to Dump a Body at Sea and Not Get Caught, the Al Ferrari story by Mac and crime writer Mark Zapula. Get it today on Amazon. Welcome back, everyone, to Mac Maloney's Militracks, our show here on the Distant Thunder Radio Network. This is Mac Maloney. What a show we have for you tonight. Very quickly, let me introduce you to the uh, members of the Palazzi Girls. He really is here. Very famous Juan Juan over there across the puddle. Hello, Mac. Hello, girls. I'm glad to be here. Glad to be part of the show again. Uh-huh. You live Start in a new record of attendance. You live in Old Hampshire? Uh, yes. Okay. The county is called Hampshire. Mm-hmm. And it's old because it's and in it, England. 
and it consists of a, a number of towns too. It's a it's a very large county. I see. And part, what's cool about the county, they call it the New Forest. This is where uh, animals are roaming free: mm. horses, cows, really? pigs. That's still you going name on. It. Over they belong to somebody, but they they're allowed to roam free because that's how it's always been. Right. Imagine that oh, in the U.S. Interesting. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, you got to watch out when you're driving. Uh, I'll bet. Yeah. Donkeys. Don't Ever seen? A, <laughs> this is the first time I ever saw a bunch of donkeys on the side of the road. Really? Yeah, you never saw ever that saw up in New Hampshire. In New <laughs> you, don't, you didn't see a bunch of asses on the side of the road in New Hampshire. <laughs> <laughs> I see them all the time when I go to Seabrook. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah, look up the New Forest in the UK, and you'll see how how wonderful it is. Anyway, wow. Thank you, Juan Juan, for joining us. We appreciate it. You're welcome. Um, also with us is our um, national correspondent, Switchblade Steve Ward. Switchy. Yes. How are you? Okay. Good to be here. Yeah. Switch is in an unusual position tonight. We can see him, but he can't see himself. He can't bid. Sort of like the Twilight Zone episode. Right. Yeah. He can't look in the mirror or something. Yeah. Yeah. I saw a great Twilight Zone. <laughs> The other day. Yeah, I think Rod Serling introduced me already. <laughs> Do you remember the one? I remember it as a kid, and I just happened to see it. We just, you know, recorded it. It is written by Rod Serling. It's called um, The Grave at 30 Fathoms. It's about a about a, a, a submarine, in, I mean, a destroyer in 1963 discovers a submarine that's been lost for like 20 years, was lost in World War II, and someone's banging on the hull. Someone's yeah. like banging on the hull. Oh. That was one of the hour-long episodes. Yeah, oh, it was like this is so Twilight Zone. It was excellent. It really was. Um, anyway, yeah, yeah. So um, thank you. Switch is with us. Also, um, our security chief Willie Club is with us. Willie, Mac gang, it's great to be here. Any- and to see such a full house tonight. I, though I have a quick question for Juan. Go ahead. Yes. Now, you got all those free roaming animals. Is there some like issue walking around there? Can you? Walk uh, no, there. It, it's funny. They, they, the, the animals seem to know where it's safe and when to, they have to come in at night. No, they're not talking yeah. about that. They know where to poop. They know where to poop. Really? Yeah. yeah. Wow, they're, they're smart animals. They're pooping in the middle of the street. Over That's what I mean. Oh. You gotta yeah. be careful. Yeah. But they're not stuck. I have some video of uh, the town of Brockenhurst where Eileen and I popped in by train. And uh-huh. sure enough, there's the wild pony. They call them wild ponies, but they're not wild. They belong to somebody. Yes. They're all tagged and they they, they yeah. all have names. They're, all they have they're names. free to pop down the streets, go through town, and they, wow. they go around and they and they go back to their, their farm area where they Whoa. hang out. Huh. They hang out at the street corners. No, but there is a uh, like a like a game warden kind of guy. Mm-hmm. I forget his official title. That cruises the area. If it looks like any of the horses are are trapped in somebody's yard, I saw, I saw that happen. It was trapped. A horse was trapped be- behind somebody's fence. Mm. He, he was able to get in, but he couldn't figure out how to get out. And finally, he, no, he oh. got out. But the that happens. Game warden. That uh, wow, England, England. England, what a place! Uh, also, um, <laughs> jolly old England in the studio with it's, us. It's just like it was during, uh, uh, you know, the King Richard, King Richard, <laughs> King Dick, King Dick. They call them. Um, yeah. Also, uh, in the studio with us is UFO mechanic Al Ronaldo. Al, how you doing? 
I'm doing great, Mac. I'm mm -hmm. just glad to be here. And uh, I'm sorry, one one, but if there were people hanging around in the street corners around here, they'd get arrested for yeah soliciting something. <laughs> Some, there'd be trouble somewhere. Um, I've introduced club, right? Do you have any? Do you have any junk food club tonight? Junk food. I don't call it junk food. Go ahead. That's not junk food. Let's, do you have any food? <laughs> High in fiber, right? Oh, what's he got? Oh, I love oh, the, oh, the little table talk <laughs> pies. <laughs> that, that, those main blueberries. Oh, that, that company's else. still around, huh? I love those, man. Oh, man, those are yeah. a treat. And Lana Dunes. Oh, oh, one of the best. Dunes. Yeah, one of the best the cookies ever. Yeah. This isn't junk food, let me tell you. This no, is specialty stuff. I, I can eat a whole tray of, of Lorna Dunes. Lorna Dunes are something. You can't stop eating them. Yep. Yep. And you got the old devil dogs, of course. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, man. What did the Three Stooges How do you do it? The Three Stooges? Yeah, I got some fortune cookies. Lorna, we had Chinese doing? the other night. Oh, really? Yeah. Really? Now, listen, if you end up in a diabetic coma, do we have a 1-800 number we can call? <laughs> and he's got, wow. I got a fortune <laughs> cookie the other day, and it said, uh, a well, psychic. You know, I'm having company, so I got to. Oh, yeah, and you need food. I got a fortune cooking the other day that said a psychic will lead dogs to your body. Wait, what is that? <laughs> a psychic. A psychic will lead dogs to your body. Oh, well, that's unpleasant. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> wow. Anyway. Is that Sylvia Brown? Is that her name? Oh, Sylvia yeah. Brown? Or oh, call me Miss Cleo. Call me now. <laughs> the voice you hear is. Um, <laughs> Our good friend up there in Sideways, New York, our favorite good witch, Raven. Raven, how are you? Hi, my friends. Thanks so much for having me. Got the hat on, got the hat going, got the got the, the celebrity glasses going as well. I but, need them to see. Oh, really? Okay, that's important. Looks good. Um, also with us, um, did I introduce you well? Yes. Yes, okay. So our guest here, I've introduced everyone, but our special guest, calling in from Edmonton, Canada. Edmonton, Canada. That's in Alberta, hey. right? Is it Alberta? That's right. Yeah, Alberta. okay. As our good friend Kim yeah. Shea, let's give him a round of applause for our Canadian friends. <laughs> we love them. We love hockey. So how are you, ton how are you tonight, Kim? It, it couldn't be more fantastic. Really? Here we are. We're doing okay. We're alive in 2024. Mm -hmm. So um, far. Things are happening out there in the world. How many feet Not of snow do we have? Pardon me? How many feet of snow do you have on the ground right now? It's called the inches, maybe. Huh? None, none what I'm looking at. I see grass. Really? Yeah, what's going on? I thought you guys usually get buried, no? No, you know, it can be pretty dry here, that's for sure. It's a very huh? dry last eight, nine, ten months. There's no doubt about it. We need some moisture. Hopefully mm -hmm. it's coming our way, because if it isn't, we're going to light on fire in the springtime again. Mm-hmm. But you know what I mean? Like, I think uh, you guys got a whiff of our smell last year. Yeah, we've... Um, a lot of us uh, still can't breathe. Yeah, the, the other <laughs> yeah, smoke. Yeah, I yeah, know, that was that very was strange. Truly yep. off the scale, but... Yeah, yeah. Let's just hope, let's just pray. I mean, the moisture is happening, so... Mm -hmm. this is good. I'm sure it'll come our way. I think we're just kind of in one of those... Uh, Little shadows, I think. Weird right jet stream patterns. Yeah, because the coast is getting nailed. Like out in Vancouver, they were just getting rain. There's snow up in the mountains like crazy. Yep. We it's get a lot of rain. Snowing. It's like, so I think we're just a little bit off. You know, it's called global Texas, warming. Some people it. like it. We we get, instead of snowstorms now, we get lots of rain and wind. Wind. You wouldn't believe the wind storms we have. I mean, we had one uh, two weekends ago. They were up to 70-mile-an-hour winds. You know, 70-mile-an-hour wind, baby. 
is moving. That's you know right. what I mean? That's yeah. that's a lot. That's fast. So anyway, is I, that coming off the ocean, Mac? Is no, 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 no. Nope, coming right out of the me. west. Right out of the west. Whoa. Yeah. 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 If wicked. they come off the ocean, it's a nor'easter, you know, and they last like three days. Everyone's used to them. And then right. you have clear skies for about a week. These are just coming right from the west, just where the thunderstorms come from, and they just don't stop. You know, they go well, off the at US day. has been getting some really wicked storms over the last two to three years. But it's better it than shoveling. It seem to follow a pattern too, eh? <laughs> it's better than I shoveling. So anyway, hey, listen, uh, thanks for joining us. We really appreciate it. And later on, we're going to see your beautiful wife, Sarah, and also you have your buddy there. Is he there right now? Yeah, right here. Yeah, bring yes, him on. Let's right go. Say hi. Here we go. Hey, there he is. Wow, there he goes. Later. Holy cow, hey, man. Wow. Yeah. A, hey. Bru- a Bruins fan, right? A true blue Bruins fan. R- really? really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> Bruins fan. I, I was actually uh, putting diapers on Bobby Orr. Wait a minute. Hold on. <laughs> Don't say <laughs> There you go. Only the greatest uh, hockey player ever. True story. Ever. True story. Yeah, but there you go. Look at Here we go. Hey, look at Look at I got my Bruins shirt on. Bob got his thing. Wow. Well, there you go. Nice. Yep. yep. They got a great team this year, man. This they got, You know what's yeah. good about them is – they got a lot of good players, but they got two just like really good goalies. You know, neither one of them is crazy, but they're two really good goalies. Would you, would you agree, Club? First time they've had oh, like absolutely, yeah, really I'm very fortunate. Yeah, yeah, they're good and they've good defense. So I'm hearing, I'm hearing bad rumors though that they might be getting rid of uh, either one of them in the next year or two. No, no, just this is the yeah, yeah. That you always that's say okay. that's okay. After yeah. we win the Stanley Cup this year, we can let one go. Yeah, this could be this. True, this true could enough, yeah, true this could be it. You know. <laughs> anyway, hey, listen on, tonight. The Oilers, the Oilers are on a a little bit of uh, mm. reminding me of St. Louis from a year, few years ago. Right yes. now, but what do you all mean? We can do is cheer them on. Yeah. Why? What are they losing? <laughs> well, gentlemen, they've won now sixteen in a row. Have they really? That's nice. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I don't. They're, yeah. Both, they're both to break an NHL record. Their next win. Are they really? Yeah. What would it be seventeen in a row? It'll be seventeen in a row. Wow, that's a lot what, of. What that, team are we talking about? The Edmonton Oilers. Oilers. Really, the Oilers? Yeah. I'll yeah. tell you, that's a lot of yeah. hockey games to win in a row, man. That's 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 a yeah. that takes something, man. That takes something. Hmm, good for them. I agree. I agree. It's good for them. It's a spectacle wow. for sure. They're playing some wicked hockey, so it's kind of fun to watch. Oh, that's good. I'll have to stop looking in on them. My um my cousin's husband is an assistant coach for the Sharks, for the um you know San Jose Sharks, and they're like really bad. You know they're like the last <coughs> they're just really bad. We try like crazy to say yeah yeah and we get Sharks hats and stuff, send them pictures, but they're really bad. <laughs> Sorry, but Doesn't hey, work. there's only one way to go, but up. <laughs> so listen, we have a um, top ten list tonight. Glad Kim is here. Um, uh, Raven, you have the top 10? I do. You sent me top 10 reasons Juan Juan is moving back to the States. Top 10 reasons why Juan Juan is moving back to the States. Now, you haven't made it official yet, but is that where your your thoughts are leaning? Your existential thoughts? Yeah. (laughs) Okay, good. Because yeah, um, if you said no, it right blow the whole bit. It's probably a year away. Cool. All right. All right. Well, why don't we? Uh, we've got a year lease to this place to the end of December. Yes, that year will go um, by. That doesn't mean we have to move out. It's but but uh, we don't really want to move out of here before then. Right. 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 Well, anyway, this is the top ten reasons why you are. 
eventually coming back to the United States. Let's put it that way, okay? Why don't we start the music? And please, Raven, number 10. All right. As of March 1st of this year, the statute of limitations on all stalking and or restraining orders in the U.S. will run out. <laughs> we all know what that means. You know that? Yeah, that's a good reason to there you go. Come back. hold on until then. Number nine, please. Raven. Number nine. The British government is deporting him because he has a full set of healthy teeth. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, okay. Right. Yeah, they're, they're all implants. Are they really? Okay. Ooh, fighting words. They're jealous of that. <laughs> uh, number eight. These are top ten reasons why one one is moving back to the United States. Please. Number eight. Number eight. He just can't take any more of that delicious, mouth-watering, out-of-this-world British cuisine. <laughs> now, here's the thing, all right? All you have to do is you look around. There were Chinese restaurants. There were there were French restaurants. There were Italian restaurants. There were Thai restaurants. There were freaking Bangladeshi restaurants in Cambridge. You're right. Show me an English restaurant. Fish and chips. No, yeah. that's well, no, that's excellent th Thai restaurants around here. Yeah, okay, but we're talking about there were no like British restaurants. There were no, no there's no such thing. No as such thing. English cuisine, there's, right? What yeah. there is is the uh, traditional English breakfast, which yes. is loaded with uh, carbs and cholesterol, right? Woo, woo. Yeah. And, and then they boil everything mash, else, and you get lots of sausages being consumed. No, there's a lot. Anyway, peasant under glass, peasant under glass, yum. Yeah. Next. The bacon is really good. You like bacon? Bacon, yeah. bacon on everything. Really, yeah? <laughs> That's what keeps the, the cold country going. Next, please, Raven. And number seven, his one-man campaign to switch driving on the right side to driving on the left failed miserably. Remember that? You know, you know when I took driving lessons, no one I else said, does. okay, I'm going to get used to this real quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't... Which, I did. Really? But it's the shifting with my left hand that... Uh, that I can't take. Yeah, that's took weird. Took me a little bit more time to get used to. They don't have automatic transmissions over oh, there? They do, but oh, they say, oh, you want to train on the shift because you want to get your license with the shift. Otherwise, you can't yeah. buy a car with it. So do you, is the shift backwards, too? It's, it's it's like one, two, and then you go to the left? Or is it... Where does it stop? You, on you, the, you pull oh, it towards yeah. you. The shift pattern is the same. Yeah, okay. But yeah, so first gear would you. be... I You're pulling it to the right. I can't imagine. Right? No. I can't imagine. No, so you, you no. people are left-handed. The shift pattern is exactly right. the same. Oh, it oh. is. It's the same pattern. So, okay. Since right. you're driving on the right side, you're pulling the gear shift towards you as you're going up in the gears. Yeah, yeah, okay. So one up, two Oh, that's down, weird. Three, can't throw it. Third gear is towards you. You're pulling it towards you. Whereas if you're a left-handed driver, you're pushing it away from you as you go up the gears. Not I've, a motorbike, though. I've told you that... Um, yeah, Just the get a motorbike one, one. Why is Canada not driving on the wrong, on the wrong side That's of the good. road? Yeah. <laughs> they're, part of, they're part of the empire. How do they escape? The, they we want to get along with you guys. You yeah. know, I mean, yeah. we got a mesh somewhere along the border. Otherwise, we would have been mayhem. Raven, Can you imagine us going the other's way. I mean, hmm. we would have never figured it out. Raven, well, in France, they they drive on the correct side of the so road. They, so when you go through the go through the tunnel and go from England to France, you got to. Readapt. Do you? Oh, see that that no, I, no, no, isn't cannot that do Mac that. Died? Isn't that how Mac died? He, oh. uh, Professor oh. Mac, that is. Uh, he got hit, but I, I think he got hit by a a, a, a press in a street or something. This is yeah, yeah he, he was walking on the, the street, street, but he, he was looking the wrong way because he was. Yeah. Oh, he was right. Yeah, this is John Mac, who was a famous uh, 
a guy from Harvard, he used to, um, he had famous studies where he hypnotized people who said that they were abducted. Yeah. And it turns out a lot of the things that he found out were very, uh, very strange. Please, uh, Raven, next please, is the top 10 reasons why Juan Juan is moving back to the States. All right, number six. He decided to leave the day he found an anonymous note in his mailbox that said, who put the icky in Prince Andrew's sticky? Only the shadow knows. Oh, the shadow knows. <laughs> oh, the shadow knows. <laughs> okay. Next, yeah. next please, All right. Ray. Number five. It took him only 10 months to meet every attractive woman in England. So now it's time to go home. <laughs> Okay, they awesome. go. They go. All those British <laughs> listeners. I don't think it, there's not a problem in that department. I think there's a lot of really okay. attractive women, and yeah, oh. um, okay. But they're from all over the world. That's the thing, you know. They're from Australia. They're from. He's an audio. You've made that point. You know, Next, anywhere. please, Raven. He made the point with the Rolling exactly. Stones and his work for Really, Raven, go. All right, number four. Uh, Dave and the entire staff of waitresses at the starboard galley sent him a message that said, all is forgiven this time. <laughs> <laughs> let's read that again. Go let's read that again. So one, one. carefully. Go ahead. All right. Dave and the entire staff of waitresses at the starboard galley sent him a message that said, all is forgiven this time. This time. <laughs> Okay. Well, I get a well, point of that. We'll put a big, we'll, <laughs> we'll put a big laugh in there. Next, please, right? Uh, number three, the ghost of Winston the Hedgehog came to him and said, "Go back to New, New Hampshire, and so it shall be done." New Hampshire. Oh, Winston. Of, Lots of ghosts there. The ghost of I, missed, I miss taking care of the hedgehogs. See, really, don't worry, they're dead. Which you don't have to. What don't is there just now is a. Uh, Hedgehog friendly because I left all the equipment, we heard food, that. and instructions. Yeah, I see it as a cereal, a pot cereal on BBC. Winston, Good. next, please, Raven. These Whoa. are top ten reasons why Juan Juan's moving back to the U.S. All right, number two, he finally found out what he was looking for in Lily James trash, and that completes the bucket list. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I tried. I even tried them on too. Did you really? Oh, yeah. If, if I knew that, you know, that would have been the punchline on the punchline. Okay. I mean, at least it wasn't a sticky teddy bear. Well, you don't know that. Anyway, listen. So we have number one. Please, Raven. Okay. The number one reason Juan Juan is moving back to the States. There is. Wait. I'm sorry. Stat again. Stat again. Juan Juan is moving back to the States. There is no f-ing train to Ireland. <laughs> That's right. Boy, was I disappointed. He found out, right? Yeah. Especially if you bought the tickets. The train to Ireland was uh, not to be found. <laughs> let's, let's give Raven a round of applause for pulling. Yay. Thank you for bearing with me while I can't read on air. I appreciate it. <laughs> so listen, well, well, let's leave them laughing. Why don't we... Um, awesomely done. Go to... Thank, thank you. you, Kim. Um, why don't we uh, take a commercial break now, and we'll be right back after this. You'll listen to Mac Maloney's Mule Tracks House Show here on the Distant Thunder Radio Network. <laughs> Please stay tuned. Black Eyed Kid is waving to me frantically. Okay, it turns out he wrote to me. He's got a little bit of a... He's shy. He's a shy kid, Mike. You know that, right? Yeah, I know, yeah. In my observations, yeah. 
a little bit of a crush on Raven. So, um, yeah, he just asked if he could just have the mic eh, just for 30 seconds or so just to uh, deliver some pickup lines to her. Raven, you ready? You better drink about two or three more of those. Okay, go I'm ahead. I'm ready. All right, hey, kids ready? Here we go. Hey, Raven, are you a magician? Because when I look at you, everyone else disappears. Come on, Wawa, where are you? I thought you'd say, ah, at least that. Okay, all right. That's, that, good. that's a good one. Want to give it a, a on a scale of one to ten? Give it a. I'm jealous. I didn't think of that one. Eight? Uh, that's, that's easily like a 200. Wow, kid. Okay, let's go. Yeah. Why don't we just go on and let's see how far this goes. Do you have more? Okay. Okay, good. Uh, hey, Raven, did you just come out of the, the oven? Because you're hot. <laughs> Uh, okay. All right. Why don't we just move on? Let's see how quick this goes. Put a fork in me. I'm done. There you go. Okay. Juicing it up. I give it a four. A four? Okay. Oh, thanks. Out of ten? <laughs> four out of ten. Okay, good. Four out of four? Okay. Hey, Raven, do you like raisins? Yeah. Then how about a date? <laughs> Boy, are these the old bar pickup lines or what? <laughs> Oh, yeah, they're clever. Oh, yeah. That's... The creativity that is the 10. They always crack me up. I made these up. Go ahead. Uh, let's just go with it. Oh. Kit, go. Okay. <laughs> Do you know CPR? Because you take my breath away. Oh. <laughs> She's vomiting. Mm. Okay. Isn't that a song from Top Gun? Yes. Yeah. Top Gun 2 sure coming is. out in theaters. Middle Tooth uh, Tom Cruise there. This week. Uh, mm -hmm. Please, kid, let's get us out of this. Go. Okay, hey, Raven, do you have an extra heart? Because mine has just been stolen. <laughs> I see. You're wearing her down there, kid. That's good, too. Yeah, okay, like go ahead, please, kid. I can do it again. Okay. Hey, Raven, did you just come out of the oven? Because you look yummy. Oh, oh take it a turn. Okay, let's go move. Go ahead, next one, please, kid. Kids. Hey, Raven, you remind me of my sister... But in a romantic way. <laughs> That's the best one. Oh my god, it's oh, so wow. um it's so flattering. Okay. Because I know you love your sister. So much. No, oh, so much. <laughs> oh yeah, please. Nice kid. Hey Raven. <laughs> I bought the most expensive binoculars in the world. That's how much I love you. <laughs> Finishing strong. Wow. Oh, yeah. Go, please. Okay, ready? Yep. Hey, Raven. I secretly changed my name to your name. <laughs> so when I tongue kiss the mirror, I'll feel like we're finally doing it. Oh, <laughs> oh she left the bar on that one. Oh. Hello, are you still mm -hmm. there? You broke her. I'm screaming. She's here. That might be She's it. calling 911, I think. Yeah. All right, let's go one more. Let's see what happens. Can I do one more? Okay. Yep. Hey, Raven, does this rag smell like chloroform to you? <laughs> 10 point. Wow. If you don't answer, I know it's true. Mm. <laughs> next, next, please. Let's see what happens, please. Um, can I read your t-shirt, Raven, in Braille? 
fantastic. I'm very thorough. She's gone, though. spit my beer out. She left. <sighs> Blind people matter. Wow. I gotta clear the fog right. from my uh, I shades. see, I see. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> hey, Raven, will you help me find my lost puppy? I think he went to that cheap motel room across the street. <laughs> wow. I said she'd love it. Let's see what happens. Okay, go on, kid. Let's Can go. I say another? Okay. Hey, Raven, just say yes now, and I won't have to spike your drink. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Pick up lines from the kid. I love you more than my jar of fingers. <laughs> 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 oh my Don't point fingers at me. Okay, is it, are we at the fin- end? <laughs> yeah, you point your finger, okay. you lose it. I got one more. Okay, one, one more, gang. Hey, Raven. The last time I saw a body like yours, I was burying it in my basement. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back, everyone, to Macmoney's Military Now Show here on the Distant Thunder Radio Network. This is Macmoney. Wow, what a show we have for you tonight. What a gang we have for you tonight. So let me quickly introduce them. Girls, you know he's here. The original, the one and only, the very famous Juan One. Hello, Mac. Hello, girls. Welcome to the show. It's been fun so far. Over there. Glad to be here. In England. In the older part in of England. England. Okay. Jolly old England. There you go. It's kind of like Canada, except, uh, you know. Oh, except what? Except what? <laughs> Anyway, part of the kingdom. Here we go. It's weird. Don't, don't tell the them that. Uh, also with us is our national correspondent, Switchblade Stephen Wood. Switchy, how are you? Great to be here. Okay, you're still not seeing yourself in the mirror. No, I really feel like uh, Rod Sterling has said, "This poor sap doesn't know it, but he's just crossed over into the twilight zone." Yes, that's great. <laughs> no. Just do it while you're awesome. on, just while we're on the air, please. Uh, also with us is our security chief, Willie Club, WC. Hey, Mac. Hey, everyone. It's great to be here tonight. Okay. Even though uh, we've got a problem, of course, with our friend Switch where he can't see himself. But, mm-hmm. you know, you'll get over that. I think it might be hysterical <laughs> blindness. How about that? Okay. I meant to ask Switch, can you see yourself in the mirror? Yes, I, in between breaks, I, I do gaze at myself in the mirror to really? catch up. And okay, someone so is looking works. back. You can see okay. yourself in yep. the mirror. Okay. Yes, oh, that's comforting. That's, that's good. good. That is good. That is good. <laughs> All right. Uh, also with us is uh, UFO mechanic Al Ronaldo in the studio with us. Hey, Mac. Hello, everyone. Okay. All right. Um, the studio is uh, it, it's so remote. I don't know. Uh, we had to go and shovel the snow off the stairs today. That's how automated this radio station is now no one's been here it's how there's nobody else in there except oh. you guys yeah like, and they haven't turned the heat up either there's no heat either <laughs> max, oh. max still wearing his really? jacket yeah 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 usually it's about 99 degrees <laughs> it's in cold here. in here tonight they're going the other way as it turns out also with us gonna warm everyone up 
is our favorite Google witch up there. And Sideways and Yahoo Raven is with us, Raven. Hello, my friends. Thank you so much for having me. Hello, Raven. She's, Hello. She's still aglow from her trip to um, uh, Massachusetts earlier this weekend. Okay. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I'm aglow because I got all my laundry done from it. So oh, that really? That's good. the reason. Okay. All right. I thought it was, I thought it was our hospitality. Did you laundry while you're in the, on the road? No. no. No, no, When I got home, I had to do like, you know, 400 loads of laundry. So, oh, okay. But that's all done. That's behind me. So I don't need that negativity in my life. No, no. Talk about not after nine hours in the car with Lonely Larry. All you need is positivity after that. Right. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Also with us is our good friend. Out there in Edmonton, Canada, Kim Shea. Kim, how you doing, buddy? Doing great. Glad to be with everybody. Glad to see everybody. Glad to be here. Now, what? Glad to see you, Kim. He looks like some movie star. Who did we decide he looked like? Someone said he's earlier. giving David Lynch to me. David Lynch, Seriously? yeah, yeah. David Lynch, the director. <laughs> yes. Oh, I Michael love Douglas. David Lynch so Mike, much. Michael yes, Douglas. Yes. You know, I see George Clooney. Do you really? Oh, wow. Yeah. Who are you looking at? Yes, sir. <laughs> sorry, Kim. I'm sorry. Far more handsome than George Clooney. Oh, okay. let's, oh. <laughs> wow. Kim, there go. Hey, listen. Also oh, joining us. I don't know what to do now. Also joining us. Well, our next guest will tell you, maybe. Also joining us is Stephanie McNew. Is, uh, she's the originator of the Highly Spirited Podcast. Is that right, Stephanie? That's right. Thanks okay, let's let's guy. clap her in as they Hi, stay Stephanie. in the business. Thanks for coming back. <laughs> clap her in. Okay. Good to see you, Stephanie. Yeah, good to see you guys. So I saw a uh, description of your podcast online today, and it was like, um, it brings the booze and the booze, right? The yeah. booze. Boozy and then the and boozy. We're doing cocktails and ghosts. Cocktails so. and ghosts, man. Yeah. What a combination, nice. man! I love that. It's it's such a like it's a it's a chef's kiss yeah, of like yeah, a combination. Yeah. It's a great love. idea. Yeah, it is. So, so basically, Maybe what you Julia do, Child should take a look at it because she's the Julia Child. <laughs> oh of man, that'd be fun. That would be fun. Get her boozed up. Oh, yeah. oh gosh. <laughs> she always looked boozed up anyway. So Stephanie, yeah. uh, tell us. So what you know? How did it start? How long have it been? What do you do? Just. Describe it in, in one sentence. One sentence. Oh, I should like have an elevator pitch ready and I never do. Um, so it takes, so it's spirited, right? Highly spirited. So spirits are booze and ghosts are spirits. Yes. So spirits of all the realms come in together in one show. So you talk about a ghost and also an accompanying drink, a drink that goes with the ghost story? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes the drink gets a little out there, but I try to make it from the same city, same country, something to do with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my goal. Yeah. Hmm. You know, you know what's funny was I um, I um, Googled um, ghosts who were drunks. Okay, imagine this. <laughs> ghosts who were drunks. Drunk and, and you know what came up? Ten dead Hollywood stars who, like, drank yeah. themselves Ooh. and have come back as ghosts. Yeah. And it's like, oh, so really? That's funny because this year i'm doing a series on um hollywood true crime so the third friday of every month i'm doing hollywood deaths because i've mm. been wanting to do that so yes. that's coming up too lots of drinking lots of death happening in hollywood yes what yes. <laughs> <laughs> more do you yeah. need right very okay. existential right mac there you go spell it 
Yes, existential is the word of the night, kind of like how That's Sesame right. Street used to have the letter of the of the day. Yes. We have the word of the night, and it's existential. Right, yeah, huh. right. I still don't know what it means. As it's, I so, defined it for you. <laughs> so anyway, so, so Stephanie, I wanted to ask you this. Is um, um, Do you come upon new drinks? I mean, are new drinks being, like, you know, invented all the time, or is it just variations of, you know, 10. Yeah. So it became a variation of both. I wanted to look into the cocktail histories, right? Because like you can walk into a bar and be like, that's an interesting cocktail. Like take the paper plane or the old fashioned. Mm-hmm. My brain went, who, who created that? Where did it come from? Where was it invented? I wanted to do cocktail histories. Mm-hmm. Um, those are pretty mysterious and obscure, though. So now I just kind of give you the recipe and go about my day. Sure, right. <laughs> so finding the history is a little bit harder than I thought it was going to be. No, I was uh, out to dinner, I don't know, it was probably about a month ago or so, and there were eight people around the table, and five of them got old fashions, right? And, and I've heard it, but I have no idea. What is it in an old fashioned? Um, so it is the almost the original bourbon cocktail. So it's bourbon-based, any bourbon that you like. And then there's two ways to do it. The purists are going to say it's a sugar cube and then mm. bitters, or you can use a simple syrup and then bitters. So mm. it's a combination of bourbon, sugar, bitters and, and is what, the old fashioned. What are bitters again? Um, so bitters are they're just kind of like a flavor aid. They're not exactly alcoholic. They come in a little bottle and they just kind of, Bring out the flavors of the spirit is what they do. And they come in different flavors. The originals, Angostura bitters. There's Peychaud's out in New Orleans. Uh Or you could do like a chocolate one too and jalapeno ones. They have all kinds of them now. Don't say that baby one one's favorite. Definitely. You're a bartender too. No. So I'm an at-home bartender. (laughs) 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 We're coming over. I, I will and tell you old this. Fashion was the first legal drink that I got when I was really, 21. Yeah. I've never had one. And I got it because, oh man, it was so good. The, the bartender made it perfectly. And I, the only reason I ordered it, I never had one in my life, but they always ordered one in Mad Men. And yeah, I was like, that's where that's I heard it a so lot. Yes, freaking right. cool. Yep. I'm like, I need an old yeah. fashioned. And I, I was like, all I need is a lucky strike to go along with this. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Without the filter. Yeah. <laughs> watch shows like that's one i'm like i've watched it probably 10 times through mm-hmm. it's over and over it's again. So it's a good. great show yeah yeah they really i really love that show at the, the first two or three years of that were just really outstanding and then they got popular and you know things happen to it but boy they really got a lot of stuff right and it was just a cool what yeah. about Mad Men, right it's a good cultural cool uh, part of the of the education know, of the times yeah it's like yes. uh, the julia child series what? uh that's on now uh, Sarah Lancashire plays Julia Child to the T. Really? And she's a Brit. Huh. And it's fantastic because oh. it takes place in Cambridge. Massachusetts, yes. The whole thing about going to WGBH and getting the show. And it is all these, you know, Harvard Square streets and stuff. Can you do her voice, one one Well, first you cut the fish <laughs> well, like this. Well, I didn't think he could. <laughs> but you need two hands, so you see I have a cocktail in one hand and That's my knife in the other. Almost too good. Okay. <laughs> and it dances yeah, chicken. <laughs> Everyone who uh, listens to this show should know that Julia Chow, her former uh, employer was uh, the CIA, uh, or actually during World War II, it was called the, the OSS. OSS, right? 
yeah. Office of Strategic they Services. They bring that out in the series, too. They bring yeah. it out in the show. She was a spy. I mean, how crazy is that? But she was. But can you do Dan Aykroyd doing Julia Child? <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. When SNL was funny about uh, 400 years ago. Yeah, that's good. So anyway, so I, I wanted to ask you this uh, too, yeah. Stephanie. So um, what's the hottest drink? Is there is there the hottest drink to make? I mean, I, as someone once – I can't think of the name of the drink, but you had to like brush it with mint leaves and all that stuff. Is there a – is there one oh, drink I – mean- you're probably thinking of like a mint julep or a mojito. Those are real easy. So the mint, you just kind of smack it. It does its thing when you put it in there. Okay. Hardest though, I would think anything that has like a foamy top, like getting that egg white right, I never get it right. Like I'm not a real bartender. But the bartenders that can do it, those guys are like worth their money. Tip them well. I could never get it right. Really? Yeah. What, what, what do you I was th- thinking of mint immediately too, the mint julep or the mint mojito, julep. because I always hear that those are hard. But. Oh, mojitos, right. No. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I've had them, I think. So, so what, what do you think is the, uh, the most popular drink? I'm just going to take a guess. It's got to be a martini, right? Yeah, and I think right now the espresso martinis having a moment. Like oh. they're all over the place right now, and uh, like every bar My has favorite. a favorite. See, of them. they're fun. I think that's big for last year and this year. Juan, Juan, did you talk to Stephanie beforehand? Because that's <laughs> like that's his oh. thing. I'd that, be in love with you if you made me a good espresso martini. That's all it takes. Yeah, well, okay, yeah wow. they're yeah. they're delicious, and I'm not a big coffee girl, but those those just hit the spot. I don't know what it is about them, but they're fantastic. Well, you get drunk, but you're coffee awake at the same time, right? I yeah, mean, you, it's, you it's... get drunk and get hyper. Like that's a good feeling. <laughs> wow, <laughs> like, that's it. Oh, <laughs> I like that. So when you it's, when coffee how, and alcohol, it's like it's like uh, Tommy and Pam. Oh boy. <laughs> uh, do you want to explain that? Or... I'm, I'm confused. Should we just cut it <laughs> out now? Anderson and Tommy Lee is that exactly perfect? really? So they don't go together, yeah. or just, they do go they're together? Just showing that hey, series uh, here chaotic. in the UK. You didn't watch the movie? No, no. wait a minute. I, I watched it already. Back no, in the US no, their their movie, movie, not the documentary. Oh yeah, their, the original movie. movie. Yeah, the, the movie. Yeah. The yeah, craziness. I watched that movie. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> I yeah. soured on Lily James there for for a while because I got over it. But I you went, talk about Lily the documentary. What are you yeah. thinking? She wanted to be in a nudie movie. Jeez, it's very ecstasy. I follow her on <laughs> Instagram faithfully, and it's like I stopped following her for a while after watching. Really, yeah. I watched the whole thing, and I was I was like blocking my eyes while <laughs> wow. I watched it. Wow. wow. Yeah. He's thought deeply about this. Okay. That's all right. But you're back now. You feel better now? You feel better? It was, it was a very existential experience. There you go. You. After you took a shower, right? Yeah, you know, something. Right. So, Stephanie, how did you come up with the idea for, um, you know, the highly spirited podcast where you put booze in the booze together? <laughs> Yeah, so I have been on another podcast for a long time called The Bourbon Daily, where we're all bourbon-focused, so I've been like immersed in the bourbon world, but yes. I wanted to do cocktails, and we don't do cocktails over there, and I'm like, I also like spooky shit, and nobody in my real life wants to talk to me about weird shit, so I'm like, I'm going to make a podcast and make people listen to me, so yes. we just kind of merged them both together. Great idea. So, so you, you run a, a podcast earlier, but it's all about bourbon type of thing? 
Yeah. So um, it's uh, the Bourbon Daily. So it's all new bourbon stuff, bourbon fun facts, just the bourbon world. <laughs> bourbon fun facts. Podcast. Yeah. All right. So you would know this. Give. What's your opinion of Jack Daniels? Um. So they could be a bourbon. They want to be a Tennessee whiskey. So they're a Tennessee whiskey. I personally enjoy it. It's my favorite concert drink. Because mm. even the diviest bartender can't f- up a Jack and Coke. Wow, well, there you go. Fun. That's Thank why you. I get them. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Oh, okay. You get it. So I got it. Yeah. So that any concert venue I go to, I'm like Jack and Coke. It's a Jack and Coke night. Nobody can mess that up unless they're like, we have Pepsi, and I'm like, well, guess I'm gonna just shoot Jack Daniels and drink water. Pepsi. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh. Yeah, well, it's the same idea. You know, you get drunk, but you're going to stay awake with with the coke. So, so when you say they could be a bourbon, but I know there's like a real kind of like differentiation down there, right? Of Kentucky whiskey, yeah. bourbon mash, and all that stuff. Yeah. So, and it's it's this whole battle that they like it's made up, right? So, like bourbon has its rules. Like you have there's laws that make bourbon a bourbon, but Jack Daniels fits into all those laws. They hit all those check marks. But some people are like, well, they charcoal filter. So does almost every damn place in Kentucky. They just don't advertise it. Mm. So they um, they want to say we're a Tennessee whiskey, and it's just like a state pride thing. So let them be a Tennessee whiskey. If that's well, what they want to put on their bottles, it's fine. They're selling plenty. They're not hurting. But uh-huh. they could be a bourbon. <laughs> is bourbon uh, considered a little bit higher class, let's say, or is it lower class or what? Um, I think, like, in recent years, like, yeah, there's some bourbon snobs out there. Bourbon like, snobs. Bourbon is on the heels of scotch. Like, when you know, like, a scotch uh, guy, you're like, oh, he's a classy, stuck-up guy. Oh, like, yeah. Yo, bur- yeah. We know there that. There are some bourbon yeah. bros that are on those heels, but there's some really normal bourbon drinkers like me. Like, I'm just a normal person in a normal house. So, <laughs> See, really, 100%. Yeah, people don't say one. Let me ask this. It's so uh, true. Oh, a scotch snob. Oh, it's scotch. I mean, you know, someone explained once to me what blended scotch is. And basically, the way they told me, I still don't believe it, is if the color of the scotch is too dark or whatever, they like throw in vodka and gin. And Is that true? Yeah. Is that true, I, Stephanie? I don't, I don't know a lot about scotch. Like, blended, I can tell you. Blended bourbon is blends of different ages of bourbon. Like you might have a 10-year-old and a 4-year-old. Okay. Scotch, I don't know. Yeah. They don't have the laws that we have. Hey, Kim, do you know? Get away with more. Kim, do you know? Well, isn't, I mean, a Canadian whiskey is a blend of a scotch plus a bourbon, I believe. So, really? Ooh. Yeah, I know. I get kind of confused in all of that, too. I I find that interesting what you're talking about, though, for sure. It's, yeah, uh, I mean, I, I In I Canada, think... we, we drink Ballantines, which is a... A yeah. whiskey. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Like for scotch. I mean, scotch is its own thing. It's not blended with anything. It's its own formula, I guess. And my word on spirits is I think everybody that makes any kind of a spirit, if they're an artist about it, they all come out pretty good. Rum or vodka. Or mm-hmm. them. They're all yeah. Right, yeah, That's yeah. a good way of looking at it. I like that, yeah. Yeah, I yeah. don't know. It's like... <laughs> I got to tell you this what about is- scotch, though, okay? I mean, like, you know, usually... You know, my usual drink is like... Jack and Coke. It's been like that for years. So, you know, after a couple of Jack and Cokes, you're feeling okay. You're ready to, you know, whatever. I can drink scotch all night and not get a buzz. There's something, I I, I don't know. It doesn't make me drunk for some reason. Stephanie, is something wrong with me? (laughs) 
No, so like I I don't really like scotch, but I think so. I guess there's been some kind of scientific study that like the sugars in Coke, or especially Diet Coke, make the alcohol work faster in your body. I I I don't know, but I know on a Jack and Coke night, like I am rowdy. Yeah, I can sip all the bourbons all night long and be chill, be fine. But mix it with some Coke, and I am rowdy. Yeah, (laughs) me too. That explains it. Okay, let's get to know. Caffeine. Go ahead. Caffeine, yeah, the caffeine yeah. will keep you awake. And the, maybe. Yeah. Okay. It's like when you're drinking scotch, maybe you're you're like, okay, I'm like super, super classy right now. And I have to maintain that. And well, like in the back of your brain, it's like, okay, don't be white trash tonight. That's not the right yeah, like, no, thing. I mean, I can say that because I am white trash. So don't I can, that's, that's don't say music. that. I love Jack Daniels. So it's I like, I have that. I know mm. I might be taking someone's weave out at some point during the night. You know what I mean? There, there is but a, if I have scotch, then it's a different ballpark. Yeah, it really is. And, and I just don't enjoy it. I don't think it tastes good. And a lot of people go crazy over it. And like I say, all the, you know, the, there's like scotch snobs. There's universities of scotch snobs. You know, it's like, I don't get it. It tastes, I don't know. Mm, it's a popular to... drink in this part of the world. Is it yeah, really? Yeah. I think it, yeah, it was a farmer's drink. I think it was just something that, uh, of, you know, mm. you get to some locales and vodka was a big thing because I think they grew potatoes and that's what they made. It's called but Russia. Yeah. We yeah. have mm-hmm. grain. So we have grain. So. Yeah, yeah. Grain. You know, in Scotland, they take their scotch of... seriously. Yeah, well, that's yeah, yeah. So, I like Macallan 15 year if I, if I have enough money in my pocket to buy it. Nah, no, don't waste it's... your money. Yeah, for yeah. years I used to drink scotch and water. Really? Did you? Yeah. yeah. Johnny Walker yeah. Black. Johnny Walker Black. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. That's uh, my dad. Yeah. My father yeah. was a Cuddy Sark guy. Yeah, yeah my well, father. That's what I started with when I couldn't afford Johnny Walker. You went to Cuddy. To, that's yeah. the real, yeah, inexpensive yeah. one. Yeah, but no, I, not me. I drank it for years, and of course I'm away from that now. But with the water, I always enjoyed drinking so scotch yeah. and water. Yeah. I don't know why, but you, you know, you know, you're right, Mac. You know, I I could drink a lot of that. And, and I, did, I used to say that it was the water that made it. Yeah, that watered it down. I you're staying hydrated. But I found out it was my age. I was young. Oh, oh really? Yeah, yeah you're too young for, <laughs> too young for scotch. Thing, Good name for a book. Cheers, guys. Too young for scotch. <laughs> yeah, because when I was young, I was drinking Canadian Club. I, I was too, <laughs> as it turns out. Yep. Or uh, Royal Crown. Was it, was it Crown Royal? Crown, Crown Royal. 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 Yeah. yeah. That's, a, that's a whiskey. Then yeah. we used to it's drink. Nice I was enjoying that. I got to say, I'm a big fan. I love Jack Daniels. I do like a Gentleman Jack, but I love Jim yeah. Beam. It is cheap, and what it'll is, get you there. Go ahead. I just read an article uh, on the, in the financially. I think it was Jim Beam. But their sales oh. are way down. Yeah, People, they should uh, be. They're ter- that's a terrible. less yeah. of the hard liquors now. Well, I think it was either Beam or Jack Daniels, but they uh, their their profits are down considerably for the quarter. I gotta go get those sales up. I'll tell you, Jim Beam. <laughs> Jim Beam in is Canada. Not. They're in Canada. They were giving up fentanyl. I think they give up whiskey and one scotch and gone to fentanyl. Oh it's yeah, that's yeah. There's a oh, problem. Geez. Here. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. Hey, Stephanie, let me ask you this, okay? Because you're an expert on all things alcohol, I think. So do you know, can you talk about wine for a second? He's a whiskey expert. Stephanie, uh, you're, new, you're the new whiskey expert for the show. Yeah, okay. so I, I actually am a certified <laughs> bourbon steward for whatever. Well, oh, there you go. Look I, at I that. I don't use an expert on anything. Okay, but let me ask you this. Just just generally speaking, you know, existentially, let's say, right, if I can say the word, isn't the whole wine thing just like all just kind of um, – 
the emperor has no clothes. Do you know what I mean? Isn't it all just like a facade? Wine is wine. If you get a bottle of a thousand dollars, let's say you have a thousand bottle, a bottle that's worth a thousand dollars, which is nothing, and you have a bottle that's worth twenty dollars, is someone going to tell the difference? Is is the is the normal person going to tell the difference? I think trained people could know the difference. Normal people, if I walked in, I and you blindfolded me, and you're like, one's a thousand, one's three dollars, mm-hmm. and I had to know which is which. I wouldn't know. Oh, well, I no. would not know. There's no, no way know. in the world I would know. I'd be like, I like that one, and it would probably be the three dollar one because mm-hmm. that's the kind of wine I buy. Hundred yeah. <laughs> percent. Big poppy 100%. wine. Hundred percent. Box of wine. Yeah, box of wine. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, you get the box and yeah. you take the bag out yep. and yeah, then yeah. you put the bag in your purse. And then <laughs> oh, that's wow. portable wine. That's a good you way. You can take that anywhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a good idea. Wow, that's good. Wow. So, and I, I don't know enough about wine to, like, be snobby about it. Go ahead. So, like, I know that I like red wine. I like the Cabernet. I know that much, and that is all I know. But so, it, I will walk in and, like, be like, who has the coolest, prettiest label today? And I will buy the weirdest label I yeah, can yeah, find just to do it in, yeah. in the style that I like. And that's how I buy wine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is literally what I do. <laughs> but if you, <laughs> what, what kind do you like? What's what's your go-to? Red. 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 Red with a cool label. That's yeah. it. <laughs> Red with a cool label is the new <laughs> 1981. That's really good. See, wow. I don't, see, I don't drive, we have I, a 1996. It is aged to perfection. Yeah, and I'm go. just like, mm-hmm, sign me up. Go ahead, Al. Al. Al is a left-handed Italian. You can't drink wine. I can. I drink. I can drink cheap wine and have no problem. No. I don't drink hard liquor. I just. It just does not agree with me. Okay. And I have found out over the course of years that if I drink white wine, I become belligerent. Wow. Okay. So, oh, wow. Oh yeah. Good to and, know. And I've ha- I've had some experiences with that. Um, like on you, a uh, what are you drinking now? A Chardonnay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we were um I was on a company junket down uh on a riverboat on, on the Mississippi Go ahead. at night. Go ahead. Big company thing, you know, people all over the country from there. And we were on the boat and there was a big showroom. After we had dinner, they had the a big go deal going on in the in the ballroom. Yes. So we go to the back of the boat and there's the big paddle wheel going. You know, and you get Blasted enough, and you're watching the paddle wheel, you're like getting motion sick. So we're sitting back there, and I went back into the dining room and I grabbed a couple of bottles of white wine out of the metal thing with the you know with the ice. Go ahead. And yeah. the corks were already pulled out about Called halfway. Cola. Go ahead. So you know, we walk back out and we're sitting on the back of the ship and we're going down the Mississippi, and there were these like glass things with candles in them on each table. Go ahead. So a couple of the guys I was with started. Chucking these things Over into the, the water behind the boat. Wow! And we're and we're watching them, and they're going off in the distance, still lit. Because if you hit them just right in the water, they don't get wet inside. And the candle kept going. Can I, can I, no wonder they hated us. Well, what do we do? well, no, that see, that was the start. <laughs> and they thought they were they were all that because they were throwing the the. Well, then I got up and started throwing the chairs and tables over. Oh, there we go. The white and wine. <laughs> and after two bottles of white wine. Let's play them the white wine. And then wine. everybody left. And all of a sudden, I'm the only guy standing in the back of the boat. Big surprise. And they're missing four tables and about eight chairs. Okay. <laughs> wow. Were there any UFOs involved? Blame it on the wine. <laughs> so this it just happened. Before we go to commercial, I'm going to go back to Stephanie. So it, you know, once again, uh, do you do – you, 
you know, is there going to be like some new drinks, uh, some hot drink a year from now, two years from now? Do you know what I mean? Like they're definitely drinks do go in a fashion, right? In a fad almost. Yeah. So like, what is it? Early, like late nineties, early two thousands, like the apple teeny was living its best life. Oh yeah. Nobody talks about it anymore. So oh, really? I do think they come in phases. I'm not sure what's next. I'm mm. interested to see. I think there's a celebrity uh, attachments to certain drinks. Is there going to be a Taylor Definitely. Swift wine of some sort now coming out? <laughs> oh, okay, so like, let me tell you, I'm a New Orleans fan, but I have watched more Chiefs games this year than New Orleans games. So I'm like, is Taylor there? Where's Tay Tay? Is she up there? And that girl's living her best life. She's got her vodka cranberry. She's got a white wine, I think. Oh, really? That girl has always got a drink in her hand, and she is partying. So That's fine. I don't think she's going to really put her name on it because she doesn't need to. She's a billionaire already. She doesn't need right. to right. have that brand. But right. I think there could be something named after her that people will, the Swifties are absolutely going to be like, I want this because it's Taylor's drink. The Swiftie. I mean, I hope Bobby she doesn't. Cranberries might get like some special updo situation and be a thing. I don't know. <laughs> They've already re- renamed the Super Bowl the Super Bowl Swifty Eight. Yeah. <laughs> what happened there? Oh my god. I think they just okay. might like. I mean, the Super Bowl brings in cocktails and booze. That's a boozy yeah. day, right? So I expect right. somebody yeah. to make like a Tavis cocktail. Yeah, yeah, that yes. could take off. I don't know what they're going to put in it. But like Tavis, that's going to be like a cocktail. Maybe I should make it, and then I can do it. <laughs> we can announce it here on the show, yeah. and then just do do like the hashtag because it's her and her man's right. Tavis uh, put together. Tra- Travis They're, Kelsey. They, okay. Travis. Yeah. Travis. Do it yourself. Um, maybe like do like a vodka cranberry, and then maybe put like a splash of like um, I don't know, like a, a grapefruit white cloth. Uh, grapefruit. Maybe like this is the hashtag <laughs> Tavis. There you Tavis. Go. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or there is a barbecue whiskey. I didn't like this whiskey, and I used it just to make ch- marinate chicken with. Mm-hmm. But Kansas City is for their barbecue. I could do like a yeah. something. Yes, but I don't know. <laughs> hey, listen. Can I just say this? Her history. You know what her history is? Is to get into these very high profile romances, and then when they least expect it, what's going to happen is she dumps the guy. All right. Sad song. Now, and then know, writes a couple of songs about it. And writes a song. Right. So now, I mean, that's, okay, look, listen, have you seen the previous guys? They're, they're like little Victorian boys. This is like a man. This is like her first man. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, really? Yeah. This, is very yeah. true. This, is, this is like an actual like person. Like God, really? <laughs> but wouldn't it be bad if she dumped him in the two weeks up, leading up to the Super Bowl? The, see, the NFL. Um, that would be would that be, would that be dramatic? I mean. <laughs> yeah. Kim is already crying. Yeah. He can't take it. But, I'm but, crying. But, Don't say that. If she dumps him, then then it's, this whole relationship has been satire, and I, she just gets it. I think that there's an element. Yes. That would be funny. Oh, my God. I hope um, Travis Kelsey, is that his name? I hope he yeah. doesn't listen. Um, to oh, the show because you might be getting dumped, sir. Listen, uh, Al is uh, telling me at the at the Moose. Yeah, brother. What did what happened after the game? This is uh, the, the, so Casey won the championship game last right. Sunday. Okay, they beat the right. uh, Baltimore Ravens. Go ahead. What happened, Al? Quickly. So they all go down to the, the you know they're all down on the field celebrating. They're doing their thing, and so Taylor Swift comes down, and all the cameras are coming over to her, and she's telling the, the cameraman to get away from her. It's not about her. You know, focus on the team. Yeah, get, right. Get away from me. Sure. <clears throat> so she's freaking out saying, look at, you know, I don't want any part of this. 
And then Andy Reid takes her by the arm and, and walks her <laughs> off <laughs> off the field, you know, and lets Kelsey go off and find his brother. And Andy Reid, the coach, the, the coach, the big, 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 chunky <laughs> coach guy. Oh my God. And he, you know, he's 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 going around now saying he's known her longer than Kelsey has. Yeah, bullshit. So anyway, so, so what happened though when they left the game? Oh, I said they. They leave the game. They get in a. Um, they get in a jet. You know, they, well, they call the limo. The limo shows up. They bring them to an airport. There's a private jet. They get on the jet. They fly for two hours, and then as soon as they land, you know, they open the door and the hot air blows like, in. And they're on some island, tropical island somewhere. Private island, you know. And, and and they're there. You know, that's it. They're that's like that's the world she lives in. I mean, when and now that's the world that he lives in too. You know, I mean, he's got a lot of money, and it and he makes a lot of money. But it turns out that when he started to get not to turn this into NFL, but when he started to get really popular because of her, I mean, I kind of heard of him, and I follow the NFL, but, you know. He's one, I, of, one of many. He's one of many. Okay, so suddenly now, yeah. you know, the bright light is on him, okay? So in into the, the games leading up to the playoffs, someone did, calculated, and they said he did, he showed up like in 650 commercials, and Mahomes showed up in like 220 and that's like that's that's keeping score. You know what I mean? Right. I mean that does. You know they get paid royalties and stuff like that for the you know when the ads. Sure. Are, but that's also a, another measurement of it. Okay, and all of a sudden the, her light is reflecting on him. You know, and he's hot because she's hot. And if she's if she's going down in the field and saying it's not about me, don't go down in the field. I mean, I mean she right. expects she, four thousand cameras, but she can't go anywhere. You know, well, the poor no. girl. I mean, I feel bad. She was. She knows she it. was on TV, and everyone was watching. Yeah, I mean, let's yeah. that's what. Yeah. That's why she's been around for. Yeah, 15 I mean, like years, she, so. you know, she can't go get a pep smear without like having no. a camera follow. <laughs> her, you know what I mean? Like, it's she can't go to a restaurant. Possible. We'll put the clocks yeah, in. On DVD. Yeah. Yeah. She going? I mean, for a friend. I mean, they they keep saying Travis Kelsey is wide open all the time. Well, what about Taylor? JJ. Too many fish. There was a report today that she's generated $335 million for the Chiefs and the NFL. Yeah, right. right. The yeah. Kirby is present in jersey sales and whatever else sales. Like, oh, right. That's crazy. That's bonkos. So what if is, she dumps I'm fixated on this now. What if she dumps him? I'm going to lose oh, my mind. Oh, it be hysterical. That's going to be so funny. Yeah, I'm well on it. But uh, that's her history. But as you're saying, everyone else, you know, not that I know that much about it, but she did. She was going out with one of the Kennedys now. I get this. And she buys the mansion next to his mansion down in Cape Cod, down in Hyannis. I mean, and then she dumped his ass. <laughs> I mean, come on. Right. So well, you know I dumped her. She you know, you, cracked oh, me you up. <laughs> Was it switchy? Okay, yeah. Then he moved to West Virginia. When they talk about her, though, they, yeah. the things they you know, say about yeah. her, yeah. like she, her lips were normal and everything else. You know. when, oh. when she finished the, it, the tour weird. in the United States, Mm-hmm. You know, when she went cross country with the tour and all the trailer trucks of, of her junk that she they had to haul to do her show in every big stadium. Okay. Right. When they got through with that and she was going to go to Asia or Europe or where the next stage of the show is. Yes. They called in all the truck drivers who had driven trailer trucks for her for how many months to get her set up and get her staged to the next place. And, and her dad went and handed 
each one of those truck drivers $100,000 as a thank you. Now, you tell me that girl ever needs a Teamster to show up and drive a truck for her. She's going to have 50 of them fighting to get but here's the thing: is that all right? So that's great, and it's great. I, um, it's it's great to pass, you know, to kind of spread it out, you know, spread the money around. Yeah. But I yeah. think she's smart enough because her old man was a hedge fund guy, so he must know what's going on. He 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 says to her, "Pay the Teamsters." Yeah, be you cool. know what I mean. Tip the Teamsters; they'll always be yeah. your friend. I mean, you're, yeah. you're doing yeah. it as a even even the Teamsters <laughs> are on your side. You're golden. Right, right. it makes well, sense. Exactly. You got to get there them you on your side. When, when she showed up, she showed up at Gillette Stadium when they played. Um, yeah. When they played Casey. the Patriots, yeah. and, they, and they beat the hell out of them, probably. Yeah. But she was tipping, you know, the help the the, the people at the stadium, hundred dollar bills. <laughs> mm. And yeah. she wasn't being flashy about it. She wasn't like you know making a big deal. But she was tucking them hundreds. Yeah, huh? she didn't have to do that. I mean, it, you know, no, I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know the woman's music. Yeah. Hey, listen, her, her, her music is is not. Her music is. I don't know. I don't want to like dump on her music. Her music is popular, but compared to other things, it's it's not um, it's not really that well done. But right now, she's at the peak of her of her. Mm. Prime. She's she's the most famous person on the planet at this she, point. Stephanie, yeah. is she the most? If you were a girl, teenager, she would be. You know, you'd be jumping up and down. Yeah, that's or preteen. You know, to. fourth grade mm-hmm. up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, well, that's, the, that's her kids. She's not to, that's her you know, fans. Forty or fifty year old people. But, but, you know, but what we were audience. talking about earlier mm-hmm. is. Yeah, she yeah, manages. I, I know, like, I don't really enjoy music. Like, my niece loves it, you know. Yeah, and that's well, great. Yeah. you know, just enjoy what you, I, I think what you like great, and whatever. To me, she's a great role model for kids compared to some of the crap that. Well, she tries. Concerts. Yeah. Yep. You know, yeah. Well, that's true. More, she is a kind of a role model. You know, down to earth. And she's very, very and I'm not a big fan of her. So I'm just saying, she uh-huh. just gave a million dollars to uh, Nashville for the flooding and. She gives millions of dollars to all yeah. these causes. Yeah. And, She's a billionaire, you know. So, hey, I, you know, we love to knock people. I mean, that's right? Just yes, the way we right. Are, she is a good role model. I have to give her that. You know, she's. Yeah, yeah. I would agree with that hundred yeah. percent. What I find you know, interesting. So good luck to her, you know. Yeah. What yeah. I find interesting with her is, which we were talking about earlier. She, you know, ten years ago, mm-hmm. her core audience started about the fourth grade girl level and went, you know, up from there. Today, she still appeals to the fourth grade girl and up. So she hasn't mm-hmm. aged out. They don't see her as being too old to you know, identify with. So until she gets old enough or gets married, you know, that's, that might be one of the tipping points. But at this, and let, you know, she can keep going back and catching the next generation and going back. And for a while. For a while. She's done it two or three yep. times already. And yeah. as long as she like can Madonna. do that, she'll she'll be uh, she'll follow the Madonna model. Well, see, that's yeah. what we were talking about she'll earlier. Be like a Madonna or like a Cher, where like they're 60, just love them. something, and she's doing a concert tour. Who, yeah. or a Madonna, yeah. yeah, and she's being sued. I just want um, all the listeners to know this is now a Taylor Swift podcast. Taylor Swift. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If you're not interested in listening further, I we get it. She's going to be in Tokyo. What the night? She's playing yeah. the night before the Super Bowl, right? Is that it? Yeah. Really? Yeah. And then she's flying back. So, from given the, the time difference and stuff, I guess she could make it. Yeah, she's going to be in a private jet. Yeah, she's a private jet. Yeah, she can definitely make it back. Like, really, 
about 24 hours beforehand, given the international dateline. Right. They yeah. found them out. Right. They think she'll be there. <laughs> oh, she has. Now she has to be there. It's a 13 hour flight. They're closing the airspace. Wow. See, she has in to be Vegas. there. So if anything happens, you know, between now and – oh, wow. Okay, this is the drama. I'm telling you, the NFL got what they wanted. I mean, it's a good did. thing she got attached to a good team. Do you know what I mean? If she was attached to a slob team, it would be really <laughs> awkward and stupid. Oh my, could you imagine if she was dating someone from, like, the Buffalo Bills? <laughs> oh, the Patriots? <laughs> You'd never see her. Come on. So wait a minute. Exactly. Oh, hey, listen, I mean, we're gonna you know, win. Buffalo Bills is the York team, which is like woohoo, but come on, we suck. <laughs> Let me Plus wrap the guy up. Is good looking too. That's no, no doubt about it. Eh, Whatever. He's a he's like a two. That's my girl. I, mean, I, I love like her. That. Like I am watching that man. Like there's like TikToks of just like him walking into the stadium. I'm like I would watch that man walk for like 15 hours. Like <laughs> <laughs> who are you talking about? Switch? Oh, uh, Kelvis. Awesome. What's his name? No, oh, see now if it was Gronk, I'd be I'd be right there with you. He's, he's like another Gronk, right? I mean, kind of. Anyway. Yeah. <clears throat> So, so Stephanie, so um, before we finish the segment, now you're married to a, a, an Indianapolis Colts fan, right? Yeah. So, like, I think he's just a fan because, like, that's our home team. We're from outside of Indianapolis. He's more of a Cubs fan. Like, that is like his diehard oh. team. Like, he's very used to being disappointed. Oh, that's so, worse. But yeah, the Colts freaking suck this year. Yeah, the yeah. Game we went to, they lost. So. Well, can I tell you something? The Cubs are going to friggin' suck this year too. Okay, so it's going to be double. Uh, how about that Bill Belichick guy? Huh? Yeah, why don't, you, why don't someone hire him? Wouldn't you think he'd get hired like in two seconds? No. But anyway, why don't we do this? Why don't we take a commercial break now? Stephanie, thank you very much. Do you want to hang with us, or uh, do you have places to go? Yeah, I can hang out. Yeah, really? Yeah. Good. Okay. Well, poor bourbon. Yeah. Why don't we clap for Stephanie yeah. anyway? We'll take a commercial break now, and we'll be right back after this. <laughs> yeah, Please thanks, stay guys. tuned. So until you hear us next time, this is Mac Maloney for the entire gang saying, be safe, be happy, and bye-bye. Okay, the show's over. Hey, Cobra, where are we going to eat tonight? Well, gentlemen, what do you feel like? Chinese, Italian, sushi? How about we go where they have the best hamburger in the world? And where would that be, one one? Only the Starboard Galley. Starboard Galley? They're a great seafood place, but they're in Newburyport, and we're in Exeter. But they're only 20 minutes away down Route 95, and believe me, they have the best hamburger in the world. Let's go. Okay, boys, license and registration. Where's the fire, you clowns going to the circus? We're in a hurry just to get the best hamburger in the world. And where's that, Pally? That's the Starboard Galley in Newburyport. The great seafood place? Yes, but they make a great hamburger, too. And they start with the best people. Super fresh buns. Great toppings. Plus, it's only 20 minutes away from Exeter. 25 from Portsmouth. Not with a police escort, buddy. Light them up, Switchblade. Starboard Galley. They're here. That's the Starboard Galley, 55 Water Street, Newburyport. Great seafood and the best hamburger in the world. And tell them Juan once at you. My dad, he's a double amputee and uh, he's one of my favorite people in the world. To me, a hero is someone who fights for our country and freedom. My dad is a hero. Homes for our troops built this house and my dad can get through the wide doorways. He can reach anything. 
Homes for Our Troops builds and donates specially adapted custom homes nationwide for severely injured post-9-11 veterans and enables them to rebuild their lives. Join our mission at hfotusa.org. Welcome back, everyone, to Macaroni's Military Exile Show here on the Distant Thunder Radio Network. This is Macaroni. Well, what a show we have for you tonight. What a show it's turned into, girls. You know, he's been here all night. Very famous one one over there in England. And I'm enjoying every minute of it. Thanks, yeah. Max. I really Thanks, like. uh, ladies and gentlemen, and all ships at sea. Welcome to the show. So you are talking earlier about uh, what is a dry January? You don't drink in January? Is that what you're doing? That's... No, that's not what I'm doing, but okay. that's kind of the, <laughs> okay. the, the right. history of the area. I think so. Okay. <laughs> also with us is our uh, national correspondent, Switchblade Steve Ward. Switchy. Uh, great to be here, and I'm, I'm pretty dry this January, too. Kind of dry, yeah. Okay. All right. And you still can't see us, right? Now your microphone is gone. You've killed your microphone for some reason. Now there's a cat involved. See what happens. Blame <laughs> <laughs> on the cat. All right, there he is. Stepping on the microphone button. No, yeah, right, exactly. Get that okay, cat good. out of there. Can you hear me now? Yes. Yes. Can you hear me? Get the cat out the of there. Was, I, I'm very dry this January as well. Okay. Hey, listen, real quick, very quickly, because they have to introduce everyone here before the end of the show. What did you have for breakfast today? Oh, I, I went to uh, Tudor's Biscuit World. Look at that I had the classic breakfast, which includes uh, eggs and meat. Yes. I had scrambled eggs, bacon, and a biscuit with hot black coffee. You know, listen, that's cool, Switchy, but, you know, for you telling us in that cat is wrapping his tail around you, how can I think of food when oh, that major <laughs> flea brit? It's a little baby. It's a, that doesn't make any difference. Yeah. It's a little baby with little Jimmy. So they get fleas the cats, and they smell each other's asses. It's terrible. Anyway, also with us is our security chief. <laughs> he can still stand us. Willie Club. Willie, how you doing? Wow, what a night. Yeah. i got to tell you the topics here go from ghost drinking yep. to Taylor Swift. Drinking. To yep. Finally, uh, Switchy admitting he's dry. Right, dry, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, but I wanted to ask him, you know, we, as you know, we have the Hooters up here, and you have the Hooters down there. That's, 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 that's Tudors. 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 Biscuit World. It's still a Hooters. You right. just down south. Most, of the, most of the female clientele uh, are not dressed provocatively. Be careful. Most. Well, that's why you go there, yeah, but right. I mean. It, it's All right. Just, uh, now, some of the dudes. <laughs> Chat now, testimony later. Hey, let's. Also, in the studio with us is uh, UFO McKinnon, Al Ronaldo. Hey, hey, Mac. Hello, everyone. You okay? Yeah, I'm great. All right. Okay. Cold. Cold. Yeah, it is, it's kind of cold here. It's kind of weird. Uh, also with us up there in Sideways, New York, Raven is with us. Raven. Hi, my friends. Thank you for having me. You're dressed up. You're, you're welcome, welcome, Raven. You're Good dressed to see for, you. You're hey, dressed Raven. for the cold, right? Oh yeah, my house is always cold. Because really? Yeah, yeah. I keep it at a at a nice sixty four flat. <laughs> really? Yes. Wow. Yeah. That's all right. I, re I refuse to to give those those gas and electric companies what they want. 
Which is to keep you warm. Which, which is which is my my money. Oh really? Okay. All right. So I just bundle up. But you see, if you put the heat at seventy and keep it there, it's just the same amount of fuel to maintain that as it is to maintain sixty four. Yes, Al. No, no man. No, man. Because I tried that. Depends on the and my bills skyrocketed. It depends on oh, the, it the doesn't work like that here. <clears throat> okay, I see. Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> Raven, thank you for joining us. We appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Are there, are there any cats near you? No, my cat died. Oh, Mac. Jesus. I'm oh, sorry. Oh, oh, oh. I thought the ghost oh. of the cat. Oh. Existential. Wow. No, I wish, my, I wish the ghost of my cat was here. No, wow. my dogs barged in a, a little bit ago. Okay. Um, they're downstairs. They're sleeping. <laughs> and I, I'm just alone with my existential thoughts. Oh, okay. Which, good. All right. Now I'm going to cry myself. Oh. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Wow. Anyway. <laughs> My cat did die, though. So um, that's, you know, that was me out. Well, Stephanie, is there a cocktail for that faux pas? Yeah. Oh, God. I, I better have to figure something out. I'm really it's like, it's yeah. a line of cocaine and, and a, a shot of vodka. That's, that's all you can do. Well, I'm right there with you. Call it the awkward Mac. <laughs> <laughs> wow! I'm sorry. I love the cat. The cat no, was great. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> Cat's name was Friday, right? Friday the cat. Yeah, her oh. name was Friday. She was oh. the best. Yeah, she here's was. to Friday. Oh, wow. Friday. Here's to Friday. Friday. Everyone pour one out for Friday. She was. Uh, she was the best. No, I'm gonna sorry. move on. Uh, Mac, you would have hated her. Uh, no, no, I, 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 just, I, I know no, you would have no, hated her. No, don't say that. Uh, also with us is our good friend up there in Edmonton, Canada, Kim Shea. Kim, how you doing? Saluting us. How you doing, buddy? Doing fantastic. Say hello to everyone. You okay. too, Mac. Hope All right. Everybody's doing great out there. All right. Now, is there someone to the left of you and someone to the right of you? Right now, there's somebody to my left. Let's hear. Yeah, okay. Russ. Hey, Russ, right how you doing, yeah, buddy? Russ. There he is. Doing Let's just, clap for Russ. Come on. Let's give Russ a yeah. How are you doing? Okay. We're doing good. We're doing good. Russ, Russ, what do you do up there? What do you do up in Canada, up in Edmonton? Well, right now, Jordan, I'm a very active uh, e-bike rider. I'm medically retired, mm-hmm. and I'm spending most of my time now on e-bikes. E-bikes? Enjoying mm-hmm. electric bicycles. That's I have one of those. I have a Castan, what's it called? Castan, uh, Castanel or something? Cannondale? Yeah, yeah, right. Cannondale. Cannondale. I have a Cannondale, yeah, well, yeah. That, that's a nice bike job, but I'm a little bit lazier. I got three wheels on my bike. It's called a trike. Oh, yeah, sure. I got, yep. a, I got a basket on the back. I can carry all my camera equipment, all yep. my gear. And away I go. I've now got 5,500 kilometers on it in two years. Mm-hmm. I, I love my e-bike. I mean, I'm not someone who is, you know, someone who exercises a lot. I'm not like that. And I'm not a real bike rider, but I got on the e-bike, and there's just something about it. I mean, you're still working. You're still working. You know, but yeah, you're just going really fast. You know, it's kind of well, weird. Well, you, yeah. you can keep your heart in your chest because you're not, like you say, you're not overworking. Yeah, yeah. You're just yeah. calmly, casually riding. Yeah, yeah. It's really nice. I really, uh, and then when the cold weather came, I couldn't. Uh, so, hey, hey, Russ, thanks for joining us tonight. We really appreciate it. Well, thank you for having okay. me. And also, yeah, with it was us. fun. <laughs> also, with I, us. I had to get him to come and join in. Oh, yeah, yeah. Anytime. Also with us is uh, Stephanie McNew is from the Highly Spirited Podcast. Stephanie, how are you? Hey, everybody. Mm-hmm. Hello, Stephanie. Hey, Stephanie. You know, thanks for hanging with us tonight. You can see the state we're all in. 
Yeah, thanks for having me back. Okay. <laughs> I had fun with you guys. <laughs> so, so uh, Kim, um, you uh, write to me on a regular basis, and you send me these very strange stories that you come across in, um, like on YouTube, right? Yeah, kind uh, of it's, like to it's, zoom around on YouTube. That's right. kind of my... I find YouTube uh, very entertaining, but I mean, I, I think you'll have to take everything as a grain of salt, but I mean, some of the stories, you know, if they gain a little bit of traction anywhere, I'm definitely gets my interest going, mm -hmm. right? What's the so weirdest story? What's the weirdest story you came across in the past few weeks? I, I loved, uh, I think uh, Switchy went over that story a couple weeks ago, but I mean, I love that Peruvian face peeling story, Switch, hey? That is just absolutely bizarre, that story. Remember that and I mean, I, I think when you were describing it, uh, you did an awesome job. I, I loved your uh, your uh, description of it, but I'd heard a story with that him just recently where he had mentioned that the uh, natives there when it came to those flying discs that those Keep guys are riding on, uh, they always showed up in dusk and dawn. They always showed up in pairs. But the one girl that, that got a, kind of had that situation happen to her with that cream put on her face, she heard them talking. And oddly enough, she said that one of them was a gringo and the other was a Peruvian. Now, I know Tim kind of said, well, maybe she was under duress and maybe that's what she heard in her head. Or maybe she just, I guess she had such PTSD from it that they could hardly even talk to her. Eh? She was just shaking and shivering and was so scared and kind of thought that they were part of the same crew of beings or something that had come into their village. Eh? Anyways, I just had to pass that along because I thought it was kind of fascinating that she thought they were a gringo and a Peruvian and kind of put this humanoid touch to it. Wow, that's kind of interesting. Um, <laughs> I wonder what the, um, you know, what's the criteria for being a gringo? Of, were you whiter? You I didn't, okay. I didn't realize now, that they now. could like use that slang. You know? Yeah, I mean. he said that gringo to them was anybody that had a Western kind of dialect, like talked with an accent. Mm -hmm. They they speak what Campos Spanish is kind of a jungle Spanish. And Tim speaks it, I guess, fluently. That gentleman that uh, we were speaking about that was what that went there and took these guys' cameras and uh, uh, took them night vision goggles and flashlights and kind of got them prepared to like try to look for these things. I guess they've been around for over 40 years, but not before that. There was no stories before 1980 on that story that he could find that was in their folklore or anything. Wow. So it was something that was really new, which was kind of interesting. I, I had no idea it was even that long of a story, but talk about very strange. And I mean, high strangeness. I'm not sure about that one, though. Hey, Switchy, it's kind of more like like real, like nobody's really phasing in and out of reality. It seemed like they were very corporeal, real, uh, right, right, very substance to them, right? Well, there, there, there are some of these things that do seem to be very, very solid and physical, and there are others that have uh, a great deal of high strangeness where they seem to be kind of ethereal or, or uh, more like an apparition. So and we, we seem to have kind of a head-on collision between these two things, and sometimes it's very hard to kind of sift through them and figure out what's what. Isn't that the truth? I, I, so that kind of led me to the other story, which was the story out of Miami on January 1st, 2024. Did anybody hear about this yeah, story? Yeah, this was weird. This is very Please, weird. Uh, no. 
This was at the Bayside Marketplace uh, Mall inside Miami. Now, this happened January 1st, late January 1st, because it was dark. So it was after the New Year's parties. But there was probably 50 to 60 to 70 police vehicles that showed up at this mall. And uh, they proceeded to go and find some kids that were supposedly possibly shooting guns or possibly were had fireworks. Now, everybody on the scene that I've heard of, anybody that talked about it said the most loudest noises that they could hear were like popping lights. You know, when you pop a light bulb right? and it makes mm-hmm. that touche noise. So it wasn't something that was really like a gunshot or even fireworks. And then the other thing was that they, a lot of people heard, uh, now this one is, this, uh, anyways, bear with me here, but they said that uh, the noise that was around it was like electrical like this really weird electrical mm. noise. Now, hey, you guys, I, Sarah and I, this is a true story. Sarah and I, I've got it on my YouTube page. I sent it to Mac, but we were out just north of the city here at a really interesting place for our history, a place that spawned two rivers that used to have a portage between them. It was the closest place between the Athabasca River and the North Saskatchewan River. Mm-hmm. And people used to walk it back in the day with their canoe on their back, but we were sitting right there and Sarah was outside and we heard like what sounded like a jet go over quite low. The base isn't too, too far away. But then after that, you can listen to it on my YouTube thing there, but there's like an electrical sound Mm. and it's absolutely in the sky. And it was like, honestly, I have never ever heard anything like it, not connected to electrical storms, not connected to Aurora Borealis. It was just an electrical sound. Like it sounded like something was shortened out in your hi-fi or something. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. absolutely bizarre. Yeah. But anyways, besides that, this Miami story, back to it. So there's tons of witnesses that saw things that, that seem to be see-through. There's videos, but nobody seems to have come forth with any really credible thing. But like some of the witnesses were saying, you guys, is that there was nobody saw anything because everybody was in panic mode running. So nobody really saw anything except for a few people. And now these people seem to have come forward as witnesses. And now I've listened to a couple of their things. They're on my YouTube thing there. I left it on there for anybody to go check out. You can go watch them yourself. But some of them, yeah, they're pretty suspect, eh? You know what I mean? Like I think people looking for a quick buck. Well, these days. Pretending to have video. They don't want to show anybody video because it's going to cause everybody duress and they're going to have PTSD as bad as their family. You know, that's bullshit. They won't be able to operate. (laughs) Right, right. Yeah, yeah. So so, um, what's the one you sent me? um, Well, uh, go ahead. Good on your list. Well, I mean, the other one I – I was talking about the tabby star. I don't know if anybody's okay, yeah, caught yes. that one either. Okay, that, go ahead. That's a really strange phenomenon that actually is just happening right now. And it's it's just this weird star that basically brilliance goes from nothing to really bright. They can't find any astronomical reasons for this happening, what they can see. And basically, they keep coming down through the sift of knowledge and understanding that it's like possibly... Uh, alien-made Dyson sphere that goes around the star that's collecting energy. And from that story, though, was, oddly enough, some of the other stars that are in that vicinity seem to almost be connected in some kind of a, of a system there. So it, it is a strange story. I don't think any of the astronomers can even get their heads wrapped around it. Mm-hmm. And 
again, you know, just another weird thing out in space that we keep learning that we don't have any ideas about. Well, we're hearing a lot more about it because of the James Webb Telescope and just a whole lot of things. I mean, the technology is coming together for us to really look, literally look into the beginning of the universe, you know. They have no idea what it's going to be there. Now they've already said the universe is actually twice as old, I think, as they thought it was. Yeah, they found it's this like thing. A very strange thing. It's I think that one telescope hey, has made people's brains just spin that are in universities. It's going to take them years to go through the data just from a month of collection. Right. But but they one of the things they've done, that they've done is one of the things that that telescope can do. We were talking about this two weeks ago, is that it can look at the atmosphere of these exoplanets and see what's in the atmosphere. And if there's carbon monoxide in the atmosphere a carbon dioxide in the atmosphere, they're only a result of like an intelligent um, you know, combi- Shrug. <laughs> you know, combination of things. You know, it's like burning. It's like blowing stuff up, whatever. And that's a, that's yeah. a sign of civilization. And also oxygen in the atmosphere. So if they see these things, things go ahead, switch yeah, it. Yeah, that too, yeah. Switch it, go ahead. No, I, I said... Uh, that's a sign of civilization when you, mm-hmm. you see somebody on a planet blowing everybody up. Right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. 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 If you see, if you see, you know what Sadly. what's what's in our atmosphere, then you know someone's down there. I mean, that's it's almost as simple as that. Um, that's like one. That was one of the other stars they found that was having like it's like just sticks out there like a sore thumb because. Uh-huh. Of the age of it and what they're finding that it's spitting out doesn't make any sense. They're right. spitting out the super heavy elements that, and the, again, they come to the same conclusion. It looks like maybe an aliens are like taking their waste product and throwing them into this star. Mm-hmm. Well, right. well, they found that uh, huge, um, you know, there's a huge, stri- it's a ring that's out in some part of the universe. And it's it's like, you know, um, 13 billion years at 13 billion light years long it's this structure that shouldn't be there you know because yeah you know, the, the the space is in a way it's 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 kind of all the same but to have groups of stuff like this in a ring i mean yeah the, that's right yeah so so that, i mean there's always strange, been this you yeah. know these aliens they're so smart and so advanced they can actually gather galaxies together to give them power i don't know it's nuts. What's, they what's, look like they're farming. They yeah. gardening, gardening, eh? It reminds Something. me of uh, that movie. What's that old joke where they say <laughs> Peter Sellers? <laughs> when, when aliens fly by Earth, they lock the doors. Yeah, right. Just, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can't we live in that kind of neighborhood. That's like you know? insane. Like that. That like flips my brain though. Like about like a, a billion light years. Uh-huh. It's like I can't even wrap my brain around that. That that uh. uh length of of space and time right and and i know that it it technically has like it's it's this much whatever i'm not smart enough to figure that out but it's so vast that it's like how is that even real right it's just crazy right it it could be we're also misinterpreting things too i mean we really don't know this is just really speculation on top of speculation that is true i mean mean, like we we just made it up right Good. Well, no, just, it just could be that we're just complain. It's something, something that exists. We just might be interpreting it improperly. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, it, you're it, not it, wrong. Have, yeah. Our senses are short, aren't we? I mean, we only have five senses really working, and they don't really seem to interpret um, our reality Kim, very well. 
Kim, I'm sorry. They made a movie called The Sixth Sense. We have six. Oh, that's right. Okay. <laughs> that's right. I know I do. <laughs> I don't want to bring it up, but have a little bit too much hooch we're only down to like three or four senses yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's <A> true. One. <laughs> nonsense nonsense well, we interpret things based on our frame of reference right exactly so right we need to adapt our frame of reference to right. what's out there and it's it's just getting crazier every time every time that web telescope brings down something oh look at this it was on the bbc this morning well, mm-hmm. what is that you know, you're looking at it, you go what is that right Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So that's when the speculation comes in. See, his is it, it's bananas. It, it, as Sarah, um, th- Sarah thinks we're in a black hole. So oh. is she there? Is uh, Sarah there? Yeah, Sarah. Fine. Here we go. <laughs> we'll get her. No, we'll see who's married to him. If they see it, uh, if they see a monolith through one of those things, they need to shut it off. There you go. Yeah. yeah right. Yeah. Especially yeah, if there's monkeys there. with the yeah, monkeys. A yeah. Of those out there, isn't there? Yeah. Two thousand one. Honestly. Yeah, you know, they were going to have a narration in that movie until the day it came out, and they said, "Let's just kill the narration, and make it mysterious," and they did. Two thousand one. Yeah, that's cre- I, oh, that's bonkos. Yes, that's creepy. Hey, Stephanie, what are you drink? Are you drinking anything, Stephanie? Stephanie, are you drinking something, and especially for the show? Yeah, so I had a cocktail earlier, and then I didn't want to make another one, so I'm just drinking bourbon. <laughs> oh, bourbon. Okay, bourbon. <laughs> nice. Love that for you. So what's the best bourbon? Stephanie, what's the best bourbon think, you know? I don't think there is a best bourbon. I, I have my favorites. Um, I'm a big Larceny fan. I like Buffalo Trace. Like, they're easy. They're accessible. Like, they're not expensive. I don't, I don't really go for, like, the high-dollar, hard-to-find things. Like, that's not my vibe. Like I like to buy things I can put in my bar and not miss it if I drink it all. I right. want to buy another one next week. Mm-hmm. So that's yes. the kind of bourbon I buy. Mm. Is is bourbon aged? Like, do they have? I don't. I'm not really familiar with yeah, bourbon. Is so, bourbon? Um, it is. Um, it it has to at least touch an oak barrel to be called bourbon. It doesn't matter oh. how long it's aged to be a straight bourbon. It's two years to be bottled in bond. It has to be four years. So it does have aging guidelines, mm-hmm. um, but it can vary. Some people take it to 10. I think after 10 years, it gets over-oaked and it's not great, but right. it's a, they do age it. Yeah. That's interesting. Thanks. So there's two questions. And before we uh, wrap up the show real quick, because we're talking about booze tonight. So it's impressive the way Stephanie's talking about booze. Yes. I mean, it's, like, it's like part of my brain is just like dedicated. It's okay. Matt, Oz take, too. Take <laughs> notes and then when you see Michaela, yes. say, uh, yeah. tell me what you know about bourbon. Uh, you know? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's not going to be the first say, thing I say. Well, I just pour it and I make sure I don't spill it. Right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and I give you the damn Coke. What more do you want from me? It's a tale of two cities. It's like this one bar that that, that opened up and it's they made it a sandbox and it's for you know, people to bring their kids to run around <laughs> on the sand and stuff and, and to it's get drunk friendly. and to eat, okay? It's family friendly. It's a bar that's family friendly, okay? That's almost as bad as cats. Oh, yeah. my God. Oh, so, no. Right down the street. I would say that's worse. No, a lot worse. Arguably worse. <laughs> right. Down, right down the street is the beach cone. These are family friendly, and I'm like, oh. Don't really want to go do that. Yeah, hey, yeah, thank yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, why yeah. even bother? <laughs> but, but they I'm make money out of it. I'm to die. Okay, <laughs> like why bother? Oh, family friendly. Come it's on, a, it's a business <laughs> model though. That's a business model. Kids like that. Yes. 
Uh, right. so, I was just talking to Mac about this. I can't stand it. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't love it. And now, now distilleries are kind of getting on board with that. I'm like, oh, yep. no, yep. no, yep. no. Oh, it's the end of civilization. That's a that's a shame. That that is the end of civilization. That's a shame. Hey, Kim. <laughs> Is Kim is Sarah there? Is bring bring Sarah in, please, and she can. Okay, hold two seconds. She was here. Sarah's probably horrified. She probably like I know. She's like, I don't want to be a part of this. Oh boy, (laughs) hold on, Sarah. There we go. Sarah, Kim Shea, our uh, good friend up there in Edmond County, Canada. There he is. Yeah, we lost her. Yes. The phone rang. She yes, ran away. Oh, the phone rang. <laughs> so, <laughs> so in the from, it's another the, radio station. We got the train's coming in uh, for a landing. Yeah, the train is coming in for a uh, right. landing. Well, yeah. well, I have some, some news on that. Oh, go ahead. go find the train wreck. <laughs> you found All them. All my images had disappeared. Really? <laughs> Why? Luckily, I did a lot of a quick research here, and guess what? What? I found nice huh. traditional train wreck. Really? Right. The original um, so, train wreck. I wonder level. if this is not an isolated incident where you can't see yourself unless you're looking in a mirror. You know what I mean? Mm. Maybe your yeah. files are corrupt. It's funny. And I don't like to get out in the day- daylight either. Okay. Oh, no. Do you sparkle? What do you feel Uh-oh. about garlic? Fuck. <laughs> oh, no. oh. Right. We're waiting for this uh, is bad news. Our good friend Sarah is going to join us here any second. Oh. Well, hopefully, she's coming back. All right. Okay. All right. Well, in, in the she interim, had something to talk about. I know she had something very interesting. All right. In the interim, go on one. You have been to the beachcomber. Yes. Yes. Okay. And I know Raven has. And I was telling Raven over the weekend. I was looking to see if the beachcomber was open because it yeah. took some serious flooded damage flooded. from the flood, and it, it's been closed now for almost three weeks. It's bad. Man. So right. I went I went online and I looked to see if the beachcomber was open and it's closed. But I did on TripAdvisor find the first um, review yes, of yes. the place. So here's a review of the beachcomber of the beachcomber. Okay, review so of the beachcomber. Worst fried food ever. Oh. Worst service. <laughs> worst service. Uh, of course, the servers are over-serving cocktails to the local drunks. Yeah. Parking. <laughs> yeah, they are. And parking listen, is horrific. That, that waitress, she brushed her titty up against us. Yes, I remember. We tipped her. Right? Yeah. That's good. We tipped the hell out. Yeah, well, she got more into tip I'm, than she I'm thought. I'm here to stay. I'm, I'm right. I'm then handicapped. Handicap parking is a out of guidelines of the ADA. Okay. Limited menu, local drunks prevail. That's a business model as well. Now that's that's the beachcomber. I know that's the beachcomber. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This that's so funny. Yeah. So when I go on vacation, any anywhere, any city, any beach, I'm like. Where do the locals go? I want the diviest, nastiest. Well, Not this nasty, is yeah. This come, I, want, I want the place. Come up that, to web. That's the review that's getting me in. Actually, he thought he did them a disservice. I'm coming. That, oh, yeah, that's yeah, a, yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. is a good review, in my opinion. How old was and, that review? Very. It's fairly recent. Yeah, that's cool. That's really? a badge of honor. Oh yeah, no, the beach recent. Co- okay, wait. We're in January. Yeah, Sarah. Yeah, like when did they go? Probably last summer. Last okay. no uh, two yeah. summers ago. I like that Hawaiian pizza. I usually hate Hawaiian pizza. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I got pound down a whole pizza. And Mac is lucky if he gets to eat one piece. So anyway, so uh, Kim, how is is Sarah going to join? Oh, here she is. Okay, wow. <laughs> All right, All right. let's uh, really let's really. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's Hi, okay. Nice to be back, Hi, Sarah. Nice to see Thanks you for saving again, us. Sarah. Yes, right, right. We're really glad you could save us. And, and it's not much of a snow season up there. You don't have very much snow on the ground, right? 
Well, we had more as about a week ago, but uh, today it went up to about, what, 53 Fahrenheit and most of it melted. So, 53. I mean, it's nice weather, but at the same time, as a gardener, I'm really concerned about the drought conditions we could be facing in the spring. And then, of course, um, possibility yeah. of an increased wildfire season. Yep. But the Edmonton yeah. Oilers, how about them? They're uh, 16 in a row, these guys are telling me. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not much of a hockey fan, but mm-hmm. I mean, it's nice. Mm-hmm. You know, it's mm-hmm. nice to be on the winning team for a change. So, go Oilers. Take, take her Canada card. She's not yeah. a hockey oh, well, fan. Yeah, take yeah. it away. What's the matter? No, it's okay. It's okay because I watch curling. It's the backup sport. You're oh, 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 yeah, oh, yeah, oh, That is the most boring sport. <laughs> That's and really cool. cool. I like it. There's I like also it. a sport where we throw Timbits at moose, you know, so that's okay. You're kidding. Yes, I am. <laughs> oh my god! I'm... Wow, doing material. From you had it right there. Back to curling, curling. I mean, Actually, who can a be curling a curling rink about five blocks from our place? Not even really? five blocks. Yeah, every alley. Yeah, oh. I um was able to. It was right beside my high school, and um I was able to take it as an elective in really. Um, yeah. Class, wow. yeah. Really? Yeah, it's wow. fun. I mean, you sweep the um, floor in front of this thing. It looks like a flattened out. Uh, bowling ball. I mean, that's it, right? Basically. You yeah, know? and and it's but there's different ways of throwing that rock. Oh no, there isn't. No, there isn't. No. And I I found that the biggest thing was to to sometimes they put these little Cheater. things over your um, shoes so that you're more slippery on the ice. Okay. Um, but you really have to watch out that you don't accidentally like pull your groin muscles because that oh, is well, extremely listen. That's always painful. important. <laughs> right. <laughs> I hate when that happens. <laughs> well, Sarah, thanks for joining us tonight. We really appreciate it. Okay, and uh, next time you're on, please come on longer. Okay, we'd rather see. I don't. Sure. Don't me. Don't think uh, this isn't uh, said anything about Kim. But would you rather see you than Kim? You know, probably people say. That. How long have you been married? How long? <laughs> how long have you two been married? Uh, this will be our 16th year if we got married See, in oh, 2008. Wow. That's right. Yeah. 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 But we've known one another. Our families have been friends forever and ever. It mm-hmm. started back in three generations ago. So yeah, our families and us, we've all been close. Yeah. yeah. But you're married so you're to a character. He's kids. Well, since yeah. I was a kid, Kim's 12 years older than I am. So. Oh, oh, see, wow. He, mar- wow. he marries the younger woman. Oh, Kim. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I was yeah. a good boy. I was a good boy. <laughs> okay. Talking about rocking the cradle. No, yeah. it's all right. All right. We can move on. So. Thank you. <laughs> I had to be good. Trust me. <laughs> oh, did he just say, was he your babysitter? Did he say that? No, not oh, really. okay. I no. saw a movie our like that. Oh, no. Rock the cradle. And that's yeah. kind of how we knew one another, <laughs> like, on our side of the family. Mm-hmm. And we live, we grew up in the same neighborhood, mm-hmm. so. But for you, we did Kim. Do family events together, so but he never babysat me. No. Oh, good. Okay. All right. All right. We're on record. <laughs> We're on record of that. It could have happened, though, right? Yeah, I was hoping. We don't know. <laughs> it's hazy. Well, thank you very much for that. Uh, that glimpse into Edmonton. <laughs> thank you very much, kids. We'll talk to you soon. Okay. All right, he sounds good. Meanwhile, Stephanie's no. thinking about a drink. Stephanie, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm <laughs> yeah. Gonna, yeah. I mean, you know, is there enough drinks for that situation? <laughs> <laughs> I know. You know what you need a, to put for a soundtrack? Kind of sounds weird on the on the outside. Edmund of it, Fitzgerald. <laughs> it's all above board, I promise. Yeah. Sure it is. <laughs> yeah. I need an old fashioned. <laughs> yeah. Stephanie, thanks for joining us. We really appreciate it. You have a very cool podcast, a highly spirited podcast, where you talk about ghosts. And drinks that goes along go along with it. What is the um, 
What's the motto? It's the booze and the booze. What is it? Uh, so it's all boozy and boozy. So <laughs> the ghost booze and the booze booze. <laughs> it's boozy and booey. All right. All right. Ghosts and well, drinks. Really uh, I always wondered why does a ghost go boo? And I, I, I realized that they dropped the S on the sound on the end of it, I guess. The so. Z-E, yeah. Who knew that Booze. that's really what it was all about? They're just trying to get your attention however they can. So. <laughs> yeah, they're just trying to. Thank you, Stephanie. We really appreciate it. We're going to clap you off. Yeah, no, thank you guys again for having Talk to Snow. Tell your husband. Always you good know, to have you, Stephanie. Your husband's in our prayers. Yeah. Cubs fan, indie fan. You know. <laughs> thank you, Stephanie. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you. Um, Go Colts. Hey, hey, Kim, thank you very much, Kim, yes. for uh, joining us. Kim and Sarah, thank you for joining us. We appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Okay. You okay. always add to the show. And, and thank, thank Russ. You. Thank you, Russ, for joining us. Thanks, Kim us. and Sarah. Well, it was a blast that. as usual. It's, all, it's so nice to see all you guys. Good to see you. Good to see yes. you. Hey, Club, <laughs> how's, it, how's things with you? What do you think of the show tonight, Clubby? The show tonight? Yes. Oh, I'm 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 going out to buy Taylor Swift's album. Are you really? Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> Is there any chance she ever saw a UFO? I mean, could someone just can you Google that really, really quickly? I shut the can, computer off. I'm already should, shut down. I wonder if the Mac Maloney Instagram page would slide into her DMs. Do you think she would respond? Well, I'm just, her boyfriend listens, so <laughs> I she should get back to us, right? I just want to uh, put that in the headline of the show. Might happen. You know? Well, she was probably abducted and then dumped him. There you go. Really dumped her. I'll say that. I'm a a, one for of Newest fans. Uh, So thank you, uh, Club. Thanks for joining us. We'll talk to you soon. Okay. Switchy, thanks for joining us. Switch. It was my pleasure. Okay. And uh, we'll see you uh, next um, uh, next week. Uh, Also, Raven, it's time for us to say goodbye. Raven. Thank you so much for having me. This was great. Mm -hmm. Okay, another night, Good night Raven. spent with the six drunk white guys. I mean, I mean, it should be a bowl. I'm, should I'm pick basically a, a drunk white guy too. Oh, oh really? Yeah. At the end of the day, <laughs> wow. I, you didn't look I, like, I like it. To, I like to flush it down with brown, as they say. So. This, there's That's our what bumper. I've been doing. That's our bumper. <laughs> Al, thanks for joining us, Al. Now, uh, great to be here. It, it was an existential. It wasn't experience. Really? Yes. Spell it. I went out of it. Spell it. So S C N T I A L. Yeah. Okay. Uh, close enough. Yes. It was an out of body experience. Oh, that's how it is. No, that makes sense. One one. Yeah. Thanks for joining us. One one. Thank you. Yes, sir. Okay. You're welcome. My pleasure. Run away down the galley. I've already ordered my uh, steak and cheese sub. Okay. Oh, great. My birthday's coming Thanks. up, and this is my present to me. Wow. Okay. Yeah. 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 You do have a birthday coming up. Yeah. We're not going to oh. ask though. Yeah, just ask me. No, 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 no. I just have to cut out whatever the comment is. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, thanks. We really appreciate it. And uh, Homestead Troops. Homestead Troops is a uh, military organization that raises money for our veterans who were injured in combat after World uh, after uh, yeah, World War Three, after nine uh, eleven. That's the Iraqi War and also the Afghan War. These are people who came home missing a limb or so on. And um, what Homestead Troops does is they build them. A, um, they build them a house that is more adapted to their needs, lower counter space, lower stairs. You've heard us talking about them many, many times. 90% of your uh, charity dollar goes to our veterans. Okay, that's very high in the uh, charity biz. So please um, see what they're up to. Homes for our troops, just Google them, see what they're up to. And uh, also, 
we started this at the beginning of the year. If you can, uh, if you donate more than twenty dollars to Homestar Troops, and um, you can put in the comment section that you heard about on Mac Maloney's Military X Files. Let us know when you get a free copy of uh, an autographed copy of one of my books, Mac Maloney books. Okay, so if you give twenty bucks, a lot of people have done this. We've only been doing it for two or three weeks. Um, just donate more than twenty dollars. Let us know, and um, we'll send you a free autographed book. I think that's it for the plugs. I just want everyone to know. We say this every week: is that John McCain was not a loser. Okay, he's a war hero. It's somebody that you look up to. He was also a disabled veteran. And uh, you don't make fun of people like that. So this is Mac Maloney for the entire gang saying, until you hear us next time, be safe, be happy, and (laughs) bye-bye. Bye-bye.